Hello, and welcome to the Gone But Not Forgotten podcast. I'm Audrey Cornell. And I'm Louise Coleman. And today we will be <laughs> wrapping up all the stuff we watched in 2023 and sharing most watched actors and just some superlatives that we came up with should we start off on a happy note and maybe reveal the film we most cried at (laughs) 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 so this is one we talked a lot about on the podcast but i chose marvin and tag because i cried a lot during that (laughs) yep yeah. Any um standout moments that maybe like you cried loads at? The pureness of their relationship was just so sweet. It made me cry. And then also, I think it was like when they got the he bought him the roller skates. Yes. The puzzle at the end. Oh, the puzzle at the end. Yeah. Oh, that that's that's when I cried. Yeah. That's when real men cry. Yeah. The puzzle. Oh mm-hmm. my god. I don't know how many times I started this puzzle and then I lose interest and put it away. Is it a picture of That, my friend, is the greatest mystery of them all. <laughs> have to put it together and find out. It is sure and easy. A good puzzle never is. What about me? What about you what? I'm going to drink too. We'll go in the kitchen and get yourself a glass of milk. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this will taste terrible. Let's see how you can drink that. Rarely does one drink for mere taste. However, they still do it. What's your reason? Or do you got any? I have a reason. I think everyone has. Sometimes I drink to get high. uh, To cure my nerves. When I need a little courage. Uh, I think you, you, you drink to forget. Forget things. I guess I've used every one of those excuses at one time or another. Oh, but I, I don't, I don't need to drink. I don't have to. I just don't have a good reason to stop, I guess. You're an alcoholic, ain't you? No, I don't think so. I don't know, sometimes I wonder. Never would have been like, yeah, this John Cassavetes TV movie. <laughs> that made you cry yeah (laughs) no it's perfect but i know you cried a lot this year yes but i always (laughs) 39 films this year made me cry wow nice yeah also when we say this year this was this is the issue we had this last year yeah We mean 2023. We mean 2023. It's only the second day of January. Exactly. <laughs> and 2024 is already great. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> great. Great. Yeah, 39 films. I will take that. You know what? Yeah. That's quite good, actually. Some are from laughs, some are from tears. 
free ones to talk to me. And I, I chose this film basically because, yeah, oh my God, I bawled my eyes out during it. Really emotional. Uh, I say this, I'm, I'm going to reveal the film's title, NSFW, but the film is actually called Shit House. And <laughs> that's not what it's called in the UK. And I could not find it for ages. Oh my God. Amazon Prime, or it was on freebies. So I'll be looking it up. There'll be nothing of a shit house on it. It's oh. actually called Fresh Young Year in the UK. Okay. And it's a Cooper Rafe film. It's his first debut film. I love him so much. And it's about him in uni. And he's a, is it a freshman? That's the first year, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And he's like, just not on a good time. He hasn't got any friends. He's really lonely. And you never see stories set in uni or college where they don't have a good time. And when I went to uni, it did not start off great. And it went, it ended up being the best years of my life. But what he goes through in this film, I went through as well. And I've never seen it shown before. And I thought it was brilliant. And there's a phone call that he makes at the end to his mum. And basically he's been lying to his mum that like uh, he's he's got this friend and they're made up. And he's like telling a lie. And she's like, well, you've been to their parties. You've been hanging out with them. He's like, no, it's all a lie. It's really sad. Yeah. Like, it's heartbreaking. It, it's more so like a shared experience. That, like, I'm crying along with him because I made it out. He's going to make it out. Like it's all <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but I really recommend the film. And I love okay. Cooper Rape so much. I love Chum Chum Real Smooth, which also made me cry. That was in 2022. But he is just a really exciting filmmaker. But yeah, freshman year just broke me. Oh, it was the best film ever. I very much recommend it. Okay. So yeah. are we going to do a person now? Sure. Do you want to start with directors? Because they're yeah, like, not as interesting. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I am admitting everyone I watched for the podcast because my okay. whole... Every single actor we've done for the podcast this year, minus Bruce Lee and Whitney Houston, are all on my rap because obviously Bruce and Whitney only had four films. Yeah. Or maybe five, and like they just danced to the bottom. But so I'm not going to be talking about them because okay. we've already spoken about yeah. them. Yeah. Sort of pages. And then obviously, technically, so one director, Castle Bates is my most watched, oh, but yeah. I'm going to admit him. Okay. As much as I love him, as much as I love him. <laughs> It hurts. Um, but yes. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. though, my fifth most watched, they're all tied. Oh, my I God. Like everyone below him is tied, so do I like <laughs> choose one? Sure. My third most watched director, uh-huh. who's technically he's tied, but will be my second, but it's David Lynch. Oh, okay. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I know, right? Only at four, but and I think most of them are actually his short films that I haven't watched because I was reading his biography this year, um, oh, autobiography. Yeah. When he mentioned some things on there, I was like, oh, you know what? I watched Six Men Getting Sick, which is a weird short film. But I was like, I'll watch these just so that I know what he's talking about. And then yeah. my favourite I watched this year was Wild at Heart. I loved that film so much. And it was a first time watch and it was brilliant. Never, David. Another <laughs> <laughs> one own. with Nicolas Cage and Laura yeah. Okay. yeah, Nice. Oh, sounds fun. Incredible. Incredible film. <laughs> well, who have you got? Who have you got? Oh, yeah. Number three, I have Don Siegel with four okay. films. But my favorite would be The Lineup, which is like this crime film with Eli Wallach. I think it was his first movie or something. But I think it's about drugs or it's always about drugs in the crime movie. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's Classic. fun. It's been a while. I don't really remember it super well. I just, I remember it being dark, especially for a 50s film. And and they filmed all in San Francisco. So that was cool. I like that they filmed it on location in San Fran. That's very yeah. good. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it might not be the funnest film, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll go with the movie that was the most disappointing. Ooh, very good. Okay. <laughs> ah, this was um, an interesting one because it went uh-huh. on for a while before I had to film one. So I've actually gone with a film that wasn't very well received, but could have been so much better. And it's The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, which is yeah. The, yeah, the Pedro yeah. Pascal and Nicolas Cage film where Nicolas Cage plays himself. You know what I was thinking? Maybe we could have like a paranoid thriller angle. Ooh, paranoid angle. Excellent. Like, see those two guys over there? They've been watching us. Right, right. Wait, have they been watching us? I don't know. Have they? Fuck. Did you see that? They just looked over at us. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going on? No, no, no. Maybe it was just a coincidence. I will look again. Are you ready? No, don't make eye contact. That's how you spoke him. No, that's how you spoke a bear. That's right. That is how you spoke a bear. I apologize. But if you are going to look... Maybe do like a like a fake laugh. Fake laugh will be good. Come on, that could have been brilliant. Yeah. It was rubbish. Boring. On my phone. I think I gave it a 3.5. That's not good for me. <laughs> yeah. So rubbish. And they tried to really make it such a typical film where there's like a drug cartel and stuff, but it's, it's rubbish. I'm sorry. Okay. They could have just had him as Nick Cage just meeting a super fan. Like, they, why do they always have to pad it out with this rubbish stuff? Like... Yeah, just like doing too much. Exactly. And that's where this film falls for me. I was so excited. I wanted to watch it in cinema, but I didn't, thank God. But (laughs) even thinking like, I can't believe I watched this year. It feels like it was ages ago. Did not stay in my head at all. So disappointed. Thanks. I got over Nick Cage films. (laughs) True, he has a huge collections exactly you just want to roll it hard again (laughs) exactly yeah oh my god i didn't even think that i double dicks (laughs) yes exactly thank you when i think about that i'll just watch wild at heart again yeah (laughs) you'll feel better or con air con air exactly (laughs) the best i've ever made i don't know if you've seen this one so i don't want to offend you (laughs) but it is a martin scorsese film after hours is my pick Oh, yeah. No, I've seen After Hours. Okay. I just think for me, it was like, it could have been way better. And I think that's like my criteria with this one is I wanted to like it more. I was expecting to like it more. But it just was, it wasn't that funny to me. And I love Griffin Dunn. And he just, I feel like he was underutilized or something. So. That kind of sucked. Interesting. He's, and he's like the main guy in it as well. Yeah. It just made him like super insufferable and I can't do that. There you go. Fair is a doll and a half. What? Fair went up to a doll and a half as of midnight. You're kidding. Well, I've got 97 cents. No. It's raining like mad out there. No. Would you just give me a break? I really just want to go home. I'm sorry. I can't do that. I could lose my job. 
Well, who would who would know exactly? I could go to a party, get drunk, talk to someone. Who knows? Would you just give me a goddamn token? No, goddammit, I cannot give you a token. Those tokens are a dollar and a half. I can't sell for 97 cents. We lose money that way. All right, there's a train. There's a train. Come on, give me a token. Come on. Where do you think they went wrong? You think it was making him insufferable? Yeah, I think so, because it's a 24-hour timeline. You like that? And I do. I love that. And yeah. he's just getting into all these crazy scenarios. But yeah. he doesn't need to. He's trying to get home. He could have just like walked home, but instead he like decides <laughs> to like do all this other stuff. And <laughs> oh my god, that's it's so just, funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he could have just walked home. He could have. <laughs> and he's just a jerk to all these women. So I it's just yeah, not entertaining, no. Still love Griffin Dunn? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't ruin that for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's one that's talked about a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, uh, but I'm also not surprised to hear that from you. Yeah, I, I get yeah. that. I think I've tried Scorsese and I just I don't think he's for me, but I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> you have tried. You and we know you have tried. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Thank you for trying. Yeah. I love Hugo though. I will always defend Hugo. Hugo. Yeah. My second most watched is John Carpenter with four movies. My favorite is this anthology film called Body Bags, and it's about these three different like horror stories. I think he did the first of the three about this lady who's like, she starts working at this gas station, but then her coworker is Lizzie McGuire's dad, and he turns out to be a serial killer or something. So it's really scary. I'm so into that. Yeah, I think you'd like it. Yeah. I don't like John Carpenter. I don't know why he was oh, on there, honestly, it. but... <laughs> I love it. Wait, hold on a minute. Hold on a that. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to watch his movies and I just... They don't... I can't get into them. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think yeah. Um, Halloween is overrated, the first film. Okay. I haven't but seen I think... that one, but I think okay. it would... I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I think it's... It's not as good as it would make out to be. But yeah. I do like John Carpenter. I don't know why. I think I get like a good vibe off him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always doubtful of saying that. Yeah, it's head. like, I think. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got the way. <laughs> Body bag was his feature the best? It actually three? was, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not really oh. into anthologies, but I, I thought that yeah. it was fun. Yeah. That. Nice. I was not expecting the John Carpenter. Yeah, me neither. What about you? So my my second is still tied to David Lynch. It's at four and it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. Probably because I watched for the Philip Seymour Hoffman episode. Yeah. I was thinking, now PTA is a director I do like, but I don't rave about him as much as his fanboys do. They're crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. They go hard for PTA. Yeah. (laughs) And I really respect that he made Boogie Nights when he was like 25, which is like insane. Yeah. Like, Come on, that's me next year. I could have made Boogie Nights. I bet you could. <laughs> but yeah, that, I just, and, oh, thank you. <laughs> you could. You 100% could make Boogie Nights. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's ages away. You know what I mean? You could. Yeah, I think you could. You don't think you could edit my film. <laughs> yeah. I figure I'm going to go with Boogie Nights as my favorite. Okay. And I do rate his films high, but yeah, I think if I'm ever listing my favorite directors, I don't know if he's going to be top 10. Sure. But 
I respect him. I love him. Boogie Nights was so flipping good. <laughs> Incredible. And Magnolia's on my three-hour faves list. So oh, wow. like, he's nice. doing something right. Yeah. He's doing something right. Hate that he made me like Mark Wahlberg, but <laughs> oh, I think I want to punch up love this year as well, actually. And that's the third, because the other three are with Phyllis Seymour Hoffman. And, oh, he's in Punch Up Love. <laughs> he's the best part of Punch Drunk Love. Oh my God. <laughs> that's all Phyllis still. Wow. But I did not like Punch Drunk Love. Okay. Overrated. I'm it really excited weird. tonight. I want yeah. to just roast these films. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, it is weird. It's a weird film. Yeah. It's a weird film. It's, it, I've seen Weirder. Oh, I will Which we will. Film. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Can't wait. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. An odd one. An odd yeah. One. Only Philip is the saving grace of it. But yeah, BTA. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to see it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'll take it. I think for me, all the directors were just totally unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I totally get that. But I like that all of those were Philip Seymour Hoffman ones. He's the best. Yeah. He is the best. And he's like, <laughs> he, he's in my, my stats. Like, oh, nice. So I, I watched so many Philip Seymour Hoffman films. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if mm-hmm. we go down the route of favorite costumes this is really tricky because i might have two <laughs> oh, okay sorry that's okay the first one i did was when i was writing all these down i went for everything everywhere all at once okay because um, i mean it's iconic everything that gogo jabari gogo jabari yeah everything that is that... I even i'm not sure it's stephanie shu's character but okay. it's the evil god i've not seen it i've seen this film twice as well and i actually can't even remember <laughs> what her name is Gogo Tupaki? Gogo Yubari is in Kill Bill. She's my like, uh, in Kill Bill. I think it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't seen the movie, so I, I can't help. Oh, but... I'm so sorry. I should have just gone with my other film. Like, oh, it's all right. But it's the teddy bear jumper. Oh, oh my sounds God. Cute. The teddy bear jumper is insane. It's beautiful. and Oh, and she even has an Elvis outfit on. She's brilliant. Wow. Yobu Tupaki. Joby okay, Tupac you were is, close. It was, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then Sophie shoes alter ego in it. And okay. Yes, they give her all the best outfits. She has a Elvis costume on with the pink wig. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. And Joy's outfits are quite interesting as well because they're quite dull and dark colours and monotone. And comparing that with what Joby wears is incredible. But they went hard on the <laughs> costume. I do want to just do a shout out to a yeah. specific film as well, though. And something you also watched recently okay. is Priscilla. Oh, yeah. There's a moment where she's wearing this swimming costume and it's got daisies on it. Mm. And I gasped in the theatre. I was like, <gasps> it, wasn't gas- it was more like a groan because I wanted it so badly. And the boots she wears when she's in labour. Oh, my God. They're like the black <laughs> leather. Oh, my God. I want them so badly. So I also just wanted to say shout out yeah. to Priscilla's clothing because it's so good. But you, Audrey, your pick for last year's was incredible. That Shirley MacLaine film. Oh, yeah. What a way to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so you're going to, I'm now intrigued to see where you're going to go from this. Yeah. Right? Nothing tops that, unfortunately. Yeah. But I went for this early 2000s, I think 2001 movie called Brotherhood of the Wolf. And it's set in Europe, 7, 16, 1500, something like that. But so, 
well designed and yeah all of the colors really nice too because they used a lot of red um for the upper class like the all the royal people and then like the browns and the earth tones for all of the lower class people it looks so high quality like I think that also makes a difference it's just you're just like looking at the costumes and you're like these are amazing and like I'm so aware of it yes that's a a perfect reaction to have also tricky though because it's a obviously period piece Mm -hmm. did they look like realistic to the time period yeah I think so they I think they tried to get like the right types of hats and cuts of dresses and things like that um i've not heard of this film yeah i didn't like it but it looked really good so uh, yeah don't worry i'll take that exactly we'll take those costumes like yeah they they ate that one thing they did (laughs) (laughs) who's your number one director i'm so intrigued i have no idea all of these were rewatches but I have five Kenny Ortega films. Yes. Oh, my God. Could you love... I love Kenny Ortega. You love Kenny Ortega. Oh, this is incredible. I was not expecting that. When you said rewatches, do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of Elia. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then you made the K noise for Kenny. And I'm like, oh, even better. Even better. Sorry, Audrey, tell me about it. Tell me about it. (laughs) I just... I don't think I've talked much about Kenny Ortega on the podcast. But... He's one of my favorite directors and also choreographers. We talked a lot about Newsies. We could talk about Newsies again. Yeah, we could. But my mom and I rewatched all three high school musicals. And then we watched Cheetah Girls 2 and Newsies. So those were all classics. But I feel that's so good. Yeah. I also love like he choreographed a lot of films in the 80s. Yes. Two yep. multi-hyphenate Kenny Ortega. But my favorite that I watched was High School Musical 2. That's my favorite of the series. Now, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, what's your ranking of the High School Musical films? Number one, I have the second one. Yes. I think my second favorite, hmm, maybe the third one. And then I think my Ooh. least favorite is the first. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But this the that. second one's like far and away my favorite because yes, oh, it's a brilliant film. It's like Zach Efron is just I don't think he gets enough credit for his Troy performances, yeah. and I think it has all of my favorite songs or most of my favorite songs. It's like yeah. unskippable songs. In yeah, the, the whole film. soundtrack. Like, yeah, it's so no good. Skips. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All. I agree with you on number two. I need mm-hmm. to rewatch number three. I've only watched it once, yeah. and that was when it came out. So I need to. That was a long time it. ago. Oh God, we're so old now. <laughs> Do you prefer High School Musical two or Newsies? <gasps> I know. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even put this thought in your head. Like. Oh my God, maybe High School Musical two, only because Newsies, I love it, but I think it could be better. It could have been better. Okay, no, that's very because they have no songs in the second half. Yes, and it yeah, d- yeah. it's not it doesn't work as well. Yes. But, oh, and I, yeah, that, that's so hard. That's so hard. But yes, Kenny Ortega, I will always love him. Did I hope he makes more or... films. I hope he makes more films too. Yeah. It's kinda, yeah, he's still around. He's still there. Yeah. But what's really underrated though, Kenny Ortega, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to put him with the Rob Reiner. He is yeah. underrated. 
I agree. Even just for choreography alone, because he also yeah. worked with Madonna and Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah he he choreographed the, the This Is It tour. Uh, yeah. So if you like Kenny Ortega, he's in that documentary as well. I don't like Michael Jackson, but <laughs> I'll watch honestly, it for There's Kenny. a lot of Kenny. There's a lot of Kenny okay. content. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not yeah. too surprised he was up there. So. Yeah, you're yeah. expecting that. <laughs> I kind of already want to watch High School Musical again. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, we, we will. We will. We will. We're okay. Watch it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I could never get tired of those. I don't think. No, you know, they're so easy to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I love the characters. I love the songs. Like, you just listen to the songs on a normal basis. Yeah. They're good them. on their own. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Do you have, have a favorite? Played? Oh. Oh, I thought this was going to be such a basic answer, but oh, the frick. Oh, I think it's Breaking Free. And okay. that hurt because it's not Zac Efron singing. But I just love Breaking <laughs> Free. Breaking Free, like, they play at clubs. It's such a good song. Wow. I also do like the one I love, I Don't Dance. Oh, also my God. Like, yeah. Gayest song ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your favorite? What's your favorite song? I love Bet On It. Yeah. Yeah. You do, I yeah. also... Yeah. Uh, no words. <laughs> yeah. I just... It's perfection. The boys are back. So underrated. Yeah. Yes. The Boys Are Back is a great song. When Corbin Blue, when they let Corbin Blue sing. Uh-huh. He's so I love, good. I love What Time Is It? And he's Oh, singing, yeah. Oh, God, see, we can't get into this conversation <laughs> now. I'm just going to be lifting all the films. Every song. All the songs. Oh, God, I love this. I love these films. I love, <laughs> yeah. They're everything to me, really. So. Wait, who's your favorite character? Oh. Oh, my God. I love... Ryan. <laughs> if I had to pick a favorite sex, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. I do really like Troy though. He has a nice growth throughout all yes. of the films that a lot yes. most of the other characters don't. Unfortunately, Gabriella, I think, is the, the least interesting character. All of her ballads are skipped. Gabriella is the worst. <laughs> yeah. I hate her. <laughs> no hate to Vanessa, but no, I actually love Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, He's just always so upset about something. Girl, go, go. It's fine. You're just in high school. And obviously, okay, when I watched it, when it came out, internalized misogyny, obviously I didn't like Sharpay. Now she's my queen. I love but, Sharpay. Like, she's so wrong, but I, <laughs> I support her. You just love to hate, you just love to hate her. She's uh-huh. iconic. She's the best, best. Yeah. The Evans twins are beautiful. Just, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, but yeah. How long have we been talking about? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, watch. If you haven't seen them yet, what are you doing? Go do it. Yeah. Well, I kind of second now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How are you going to follow this up? So it's not Cassavetes, right? No. So yeah, Cassavetes was first. But so this person is, he is second in right because. Okay. With like how many films? So I watched seven films of his. And it makes sense because actually. He's probably top three directors. Ooh, okay. The one and only Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah. I am a Wes Anderson girly, ride or die to the day I die, because I will do anything for that man. I'm sorry. I hate people that like making their personality and they don't like him just because all his films are so symmetrical. No, he is an 
excellent filmmaker. We're never going to get films like his anymore. If he ever retired, it'll be done. Cinema will yeah. be done. And I'm so happy that he's not like Tarantino or he's like, oh, I want to retire after my 10th film. No, Wes Anderson will keep on making it. And I'm so happy. I love yeah. him so much. <laughs> he's actually as well, though. He's now, let me let me fact check this. He could be my all-time watch director. Ooh, okay. Something I've done this year on Netflix is I have been marked and watched on everything I've ever watched. And so I think he might be my top one. It also does, it helped that he brought out loads of short films this year as well. Yeah, oh, he's my yeah. number one all Oh my God. Nice. The only film I've not seen is Bottle Rocket, the, okay. fi- the feature film. And I think maybe there's some short films I've not seen. Yeah. But his, the ones he did this year for Netflix were really good. Good. I really like the one for Life of Penny Sugar. Uh, and because I used to hate Benedict Cumberbatch, but now after Power of the Dog, I love him. <laughs> And he's really good in there. And it's just a lot of rewatches with Wes Anderson, really. I think everything's a rewatch apart from Asteroid City, which I think gets a bad rep. I didn't love it as much as his other films, but I watched it in the cinema and I'm so glad I did because it just looked beautiful and it doesn't deserve to be on people's worst of 2023 list. An excellent film. Jason Schwartzman's in it. Like, so <laughs> he's got all my faves on rotation. Matt Dillon, right? Matt Dillon. Oh my God, Matt Dillon in a Wes Anderson film. <laughs> It's crazy. And he plays like a, um, he's the car mechanic. Aw, oh, that's cool. And there's a there's the song Dear Alien from Asla City that is on the shortlist for the best Oscar, best original song. It's very exciting. And Matt Dillon's in the background, like bobbing along to it. Oh, <laughs> that's, it, yeah, he's probably up there because of in my most watch because of this yeah. short film he's done. But really love it. I just, yeah, I really love Wes Anderson. He's one of those directors that got me into films, so I've always got a place in my heart for him. And then I rewatch yeah. his films, and I'm like, yeah, this is why I love them. I love, I love that. Oh, okay, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I just barreled through that for no reason at all. I'm just so excited. <laughs> I, just... I like that our top ones are, like, our faves. Exactly. That's worked out really well. And can yeah. I also just say as well, Cassavetes being number one, it's great because I love him so much as well. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, love Wes. Wes and Kenny together in a film. Wow, when? Like, I would watch on. that. Yeah. In Combined. a horror anthology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about the high school about... musical, the fourth one? Are they in ever the going to make Anderson. that? I think they should. After, yeah. after uni, isn't it? They've got to. Yeah. Where are they now? They're all so old now. But... <laughs> <Are> they... <laughs> I think they would the follow up. We need it. Especially because now Zac Efron likes the movies again. So, that's my heart. So I think he would. I think he would do it. And we are going for a Zac Efron Renaissance. Um, True. even though I'm not seeing it, I am personally helming the Zac Efron Best Actor Oscar nomination. I think he should at least get nominated. Yes. Yeah. He's oh, really imagine, good. Imagine <laughs> High School Musical, the Oscar pipeline. <laughs> he should have won for High School Musical too, but you know they're still reeling from that snub, snub of yeah. the century. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Awful. So, coming in hot, my fifth most watched actor. He is tied with some of They're both men we love. And I don't know. If I, should I just say both of them? Sure. <laughs> tied at fifth. Is, I don't know who to mention first. Okay. What are you ready for this? Yeah. Tyrone Power and Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Second year in a row for Dermot. Beautiful. Like, come on. We love oh him my God. so much. We love him so much. Yeah. And new Tyrone. These are yeah. the last films with people we covered. So that was quite oh. good. And I got to watch a lot of Tyrone films because yeah. I know how much you loved him. So I love him. Actually, not one 
I don't know why I put in this sense. Um, <laughs> I know how much you love Tyrone. And so I really wanted to like be there with you and yeah, love him so much. I really, really love him. I think <laughs> that wonderful urge was my favorite Tyrone film. Yeah. But yeah. Derma, King Derma, of course he's there. <laughs> it's Derma. I love him so much. Watch a Dermot film in the cinema. Queen. So oh my good. god. Um, wow. That's not fangirl in the theater. <laughs> I bet it was hard. <laughs> I'm trying to think what my favorite one is. I'm just pulling up the films of his I've seen. So we watched that Paul Newman one this year. It's where the money is. Yeah. I'm saying it's not. It's where the money is. To be like, it's like, is it him or is it his girlfriend that like almost pushes? Paul Newman off like the, the pear edge. <laughs> I think it was the the woman. Stuff duct tape, it's all on the list. I want you to get in touch with a guy by the name of Lewis. He's a friend of mine. You'll get the gun guys. The number is right there. That's it. Hey, Wayne. Be cool with these guys, huh? I got it. Look them in the eye. But not like you're going to remember their faces. You think you can do that? No problem. Oh my god, I watch it. I watch Where the Money Is with you uh-huh. on the 2nd of April. Then the day after, the 3rd of April, I watch Scream. Oh my <laughs> god. A double feature. Oh. I'm going to say something controversial, okay. actually. It's not my favorite film altogether, but I really liked him in Trixie. You know what's Trixie? Yeah. I really liked him in that. Like, yeah. He was um, so crazy. <laughs> that was a wild film. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love him. I love Derma. Once again, yeah. this is all to you. This is all you. This is all on you. It's so my it's influence. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's good. It's a good influence. Yeah. Uh, yeah I love Derma. Wow. Here's to a third year in a row. Let's do it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Dermot did not make it onto my stats this year, unfortunately. So my number five is with 14 films. 14? I love it. Is Terrence Stamp. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. I don't know how I got into him because I know I'd seen Superman and I'd seen Young Guns a while ago. Don't forget about Young Guns. And I forgot he was in that. But anyway, I just really started getting into his movies. And my favorite is The Collector, which is his third movie or something. And he plays this guy who kidnaps a woman and he tries to, like, make her be his friend. Interesting. Okay. The Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I'm intrigued. But it's... I was so tense watching it like i never knew it was gonna happen next and the ending really took me by surprise that's a good painting isn't it yes yes it's a picasso people don't look like that well of course they don't he's not trying to draw faces it is he's He's trying to express a face as he sees it and feels it. Because he sees it that way, that makes it good. But it's not a photograph. What's wrong with photographs? There's nothing wrong with photographs. Photographs don't lie. And neither does this. It's, it's a face from all different angles. It's a character behind the face. It's just a joke. That's all it is. 
It's just a bad joke. Just because you can't grasp it right away. Well, how do I grasp it? something about this. It doesn't mean anything. Not just to me, to anybody else. You just say it does, because some professor somewhere told you it did. It makes you so superior, you and all your friends. I don't think one in a million decent, ordinary people would say this was any good. It's rubbish. Rubbish, that's all it is. I gave it five stars. Like, I really, what? really like this film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. Let's just take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Got to process. Five stars. Five stars. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. That's the best I've yeah. ever heard. That's so good. It's really good. I would highly recommend. He's really awful, you know, like yeah. he's kidnapped someone. But yeah, also, yeah. He, you feel sorry for him because... You can tell he's really lonely, but he just has no self-awareness. It's just, yeah, it's super unpredictable. And it's there's two people in the main and Just cast. like in a, in a room. Yeah, and it's incredible. <gasps> in the house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And um, what's the name of it again, did you say? The Collector. The Collector. Because he collects butterflies. Oh, he's the Collector. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm in. Okay, and it's I William Wyler. It. And we love William Wyler. We love William Wyler, yes. So we just knew it would be good. Yeah. Terrence Stamp. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I kind of love it. I also watched a movie where he played a, a man who was in a coma. And then when oh. he wakes up, he still has the mind of a baby because he was in what? a coma for 30 years. <laughs> and I think it like ruined like... his career for a while. No, it was so bad. Oh, it was gosh. good though. But, yeah. yeah, it's just I think him playing like a baby is really oh, so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I had to mention that just because. No, I thank think... you. Like I need the that. Yeah. I need that image. <laughs> and he wears like this pink onesie. Oh my! Of course it's not. Of course. Yeah. So just the seventies are weird. Seventies are wild. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, is it your turn for superlative? Okay. Okay, I was thinking, should we maybe go down the scariest route? Shall we talk about our scariest film of 2023? Sure. Do you want to go first? Okay. Come into my lair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I think I mentioned this to you before, but I I had a hard time with this because I don't, it's not that I don't watch horror movies. I just don't get that scared by them. Interesting. Do you know? I don't know. It, it depends. Yeah. But I picked this film called Road Games, which okay. it came out in the early 80s. And it's like about this guy who he's a trucker and he gets. He gets involved in like this serial killer story and so he like people start to think that he's the serial killer okay and he also just starts to go crazy on the road because he's just by himself driving just like down the highway so i think it was just and yeah what like made it scary the 
just like the tension because yeah is he like is he gonna get caught or is the serial killer gonna find him or is he the serial killer i don't know i think there's so we don't know as an audience we don't know if he's a serial killer i don't think he is but yeah yeah there's always that once we start to see him go crazy we kind of start to think maybe is there anyone famous as the main guy it's stacy keach okay Uh, and jamie lee curtis is in it for some of it okay she should have been in it more but (laughs) (laughs) we need more jamie lee yeah always oh yeah yeah. that sounds really good yeah i liked it a lot yeah. Oh, I love it. Just, I think to me it was scary because I didn't really know what was going to happen. Yes. Next. Yeah, it kept you on your toes. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I know I you like this, horror. Yeah. Horror is yeah. probably my favorite genre, but I found this really tricky this year because I'm not going to lie, the horrors I watched have been rubbish. Dang it. Minus this one, I'm going to say. Okay. An excellent film. But I was, like, <laughs> I was writing down all my films I've watched, I've been thinking, oh my God, none of these are scary. When it was yeah. October, I tried to watch only horror films, and they were all rubbish. Oh, what am I gonna do? And then I got to it. I got to this film. I was like, obviously, it's that. It's like a, I get beacon in the distance. Yeah. Um, and it's a recent film came out okay. last year called Talk to Me. Oh yeah. And now it's sorry to say, it's so talked about. <laughs> Everyone's everyone talks about this film. Everyone says it's the scariest film ever. And I was thinking, okay, let me try this. It's probably gonna be overhyped. But your expectations low, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it's worth every single bit of hype it's ever gotten. Oh um, wow! Okay, excellent, and it is terrifying. I normally I watch a film and I'm like, oh, I wish I watched this in the cinema. I'm glad I didn't watch this in the cinema. It was terrifying. Oh my this god! It's gonna hurt everyone listening. But I actually watched most of it on my phone because it's on Netflix. Um, <laughs> And then, That's the then, scariest part. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> People that turn it off now, they're like, I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> um, if, you, if you don't know the plot, it's just like, basically like, they, there's like a hat, this hand thing, and it goes to these parties, and like you, you hold it, and you're basically talking to the dead, talking to the spirits, oh, and they like possess their body, a teen who's got their house holding it. And then um, you can only do it for 60 seconds or something, and then they, someone's got to take the hand off them. And the, the the main character's best friend's younger brother does it, and he doesn't escape in time. So the oh. he's in with the demons and like the the other spirits. Oh my god! It's all it's so like body wow. horror. It's it's horrific actually, but like oh it's god. so good. It's so good, and it has probably one of the best ending shots in film. Like I don't oh, want to wow. spoil anything, but it's so good, incredible. I really loved it. And um, yeah, it was scary. That's what I want. I want my scary films. To be loved scary. It. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Oh, loved good. It. it would have been one of my best, one of, probably top three of 2023, but it actually came out in 2022. And I've got to um, honor that. Okay. I've got to honor the date, which it says on Letterboxd. Nice. But yeah, I loved it. But it was also absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Shaking, crying, throwing up. Oh my God. Terrifying. Yeah. I'm not watching that then. <laughs> <laughs> If it I scared can't recommend you. it enough, but like, <laughs> and it's also Australian though, and like, okay, mine was Australian, Australian too. Australian, see, <laughs> they do really good horror films. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's weird. It. Two Australian films. Yeah, I love that for us. What are the odds? <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Australia. Yeah. 
I was thinking maybe I didn't, I had a hard time choosing because I don't like to watch scary movies. That could be it. But exactly. You're not, yeah, you're not physically, if you're not watching films that aren't scary, yeah, how on earth are you going to pick for this? It makes sense. But also, like, yeah, you know what? I respect the fact that you don't watch horror films. You know what you want. If you're not going to watch something you don't want to watch, I love it. That's true. Yeah, I'm not willingly going to be scared. (laughs) No. That's why I don't go on roller coasters. I'm also terrified yeah. of myself. But like, why on earth would you want to go on that? I don't know. It if sounds I... awful. But yeah, that's that's. I've heard a lot about that, but I think possession type stuff is always the scariest to me. Yes, it terrifies me more so that like people don't believe you, and like mm-hmm. you're trying to tell someone, oh, they're possessed, and nobody will believe them. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go do something happy now, though. Yeah. And talk about. Our fourth most watched. Okay. Do you want to start or should I? Yeah. I think I don't mind go. I can go. I'm okay, gonna brag sure. now because okay. <laughs> I've got a woman. Yeah, okay. You and, have that over me. And I've got loads of women. My top two are women because it's Jean and Judy. Like oh, okay. so nice. Exactly. But loads of women. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so this one is technically podcast related. Okay. But uh, she's her own woman. And yes, it's ma'am. Jenna Rowlands. Nice. Queen Jenna Rowlands. Oh my God. Just the best. Just the greatest to ever do it. She is the best. Yeah. Obviously goes out saying Woman Under the Influence was rewatched this year and I loved it. I thought it was one of the best films I've ever seen, but the best acting I've ever seen. But I also want to shout out Opening Night, which I don't think uh-huh. I've talked a lot about in the podcast. Mm-hmm. It didn't really strike me as good as the other films. But then when I want to think back on it. I'm like, oh my god! Like no one else could have done that. That's just her. Only Jaina could have made that character and could have acted so well in it. Listen, Sarah. Every playwright writes a play about herself. You've written a play about aging. Well, I'm not your age. What is your age? I'm aware that uh, playing an older woman is part of my. I have no illusions about being a teenager. But, uh, you know, on stage you have Virginia having hot flashes. So I don't have hot flashes. I, I'm not going through menopause. I'm not ready to play grandmothers yet. You know, you're very clever. If I'm good at this part, my career is severely limited. Limited to what? Once you're convincing in a part, the audience accepts you as that. As what? As old, that's what old. Are you going to quit? No. I'm looking for a way to play this part where age doesn't make any difference. Age isn't interesting. Age is depressing. Age is dull. Age doesn't have anything to do with anything. Listen, Sarah, I don't have a husband. I don't have a family. This, This is it for me. I mean, I get my kicks out of acting. If I can reach reach a woman sitting in the audience who thinks that nobody understands anything and my character goes through everything that she's going through, well, I feel like I've done a good job. You think that anyone who's old can't be vulnerable? That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? When I was 18, I could do anything. My emotions were so close to the surface, I could feel everything easily. Now, this is years later. Plays later. Years later. So, 
what's the answer? And obviously, like I said as well, she is her own woman. But I just do love that she worked with her husband. And I really think we need more of that. He, oh, him directing her, it's just excellent. John directed Jenna, it's just excellent. Yeah. I love that. I love their whole work dynamics so much. And I don't think we have anyone like that anymore. It's really sad. So. Yeah. I don't think that really happened a lot anyway. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. were one of a kind, for sure. Yeah. And it was just perfect that they were both just perfect. Perfect of their trap craft. They're just mm-hmm. excellent. I love Jennifer Rollins. Oh my God, she was serving in the notebook. Like, yeah, she, she was. She had that beautiful suit on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. I'm very happy to see her on the stats page. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Audrey? Who's number four? So my number four with 14 also is Tyrone Power. Hey, I, feel, I had a funny feeling. He would be on there, yeah. Yeah. I think most of these, well, actually, no. Just a few of them were rewatches. So yeah. I went with something I had not seen before. And I chose this, one of his last films called Abandoned Ship which is about these people who their ship sinks. I think they're on a yacht or something and they're all trying to survive on this lifeboat and it's like overcrowded. You told me about this. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. It's good. It's really one of his best performances, I think, and super underrated. I've never heard anyone ever talk about this yeah. movie, but it's kind of annoying at the same time though because – they're always arguing and they never get along. And it's like, you guys need to work together or else you're going to die. I need you to work together. Come on. <laughs> but I, I just think it's such a different kind of role for him. And I was really pleased with his performance. Hey, are they on the lifeboat like the whole time? No spoilers. Yeah, they're always on the water. Oh. So it made me a little seasick too because the oh, camera was yeah. moving. Oh and God. I would say, yeah, if you're not like into that kind of stuff, it's not. It's super wet and just, oh. ugh, it's it was exhausting to watch it. Mr. Kelly asked whether all of us should drown or whether some should go over the side so that others may survive. I'll take my chances with all. No, you won't, Mac. Some must go overboard. To hang on the ropes? There'll be no hanging on the ropes. The boat won't take it. What happens to them who goes overboard? They will be in God's hands. Who goes over and who stays? I got a wife and kids at home. I've got three little nippers. You mustn't do it. I'm against it. We could draw lots. There will be no lots. But you'll have to draw lots, Alec. You surely don't expect the men to volunteer to drown themselves. There will be no volunteers. Sir, you mean, sir, you'll do the choosing of your own mind? I will. There is a man. It's a terrible responsibility, Alec. I don't like this. It's the law of the sea, General. I don't like it either, but it's always been women and children first. Some of us men will take our chances in the sea to give the women a chance in the boat. Negative. What did you say, sir? Negative. It will not be women and children first. The weaklings must go. You can't do it. You mustn't do it. It's wrong. It's murder. I'm against it. I want only the strong, who can row 1,500 miles to Africa and walk ashore alive. I want the strong who won't fall faint when the food gives out and the water runs dry. I want only those who can make it and not those who can't. I won't go along with that, Captain. I vote negative. You have no vote, Mac. All right. That's far enough. 
Have you lost your senses, Alec? Listen to me. Get back to your state. It's cold-blooded murder. This is murder. The weight of a pair of dying women, of seasick, useless men. This weight, so completely useless, will destroy us all. No, the living have a chance. It's a survival of the fittest. But you just can't throw an unconscious woman overboard. I'm about to issue the order. I won't obey it, Captain. I will take full responsibility. Negative. There will be no negative. Negative, negative. I warn you, Alec, it won't work. It's jungle law. It's the only civilized way to save us. Civilized? The whole point of civilization is for the strong to protect the weak. We're past that. We're in the last extremity. The movie was okay itself, but I think it was strongest. Yeah, for him. But if I had to pick a rewatch, I just, I love Blood and Sand. Like, I will not shut up yeah. about Blood and Sand. That's your film. Like, <laughs> that is your film. Yeah. yeah. You love that film. And he's I really do. Though. You're like, it's the yeah. perfect film for him. Yeah. It really is. Remember we watched yeah. that Jim Fontaine film with him in? Oh, yeah. And I was so worried. That was my first ever Tyrone Power film. Uh-huh. And I was so worried because I didn't really like that film that much. Mm-hmm. And it's like insane because I love Jim Fontaine. But I should not be worried because I love Tyrone <laughs> it yeah that's not a good starter no <laughs> i'm like no i need to stand yeah um, i do stand because of everything else i watch good it's very good i'm glad yeah. i just always movie. like watching him so oh, he's yeah. so good yeah yeah i love him <laughs> i kind of want to talk about the weirdest movie oh, that we watched yeah. okay <laughs> yes yeah 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 do you want to go first sure so i actually had two yeah sorry yeah. I never apologize never <laughs> I, I just like hero. talking about movies I know right <laughs> I can't do it to just one I can't especially for weird because I've seen some really strange stuff oh yeah <laughs> this one they actually have something in common which I won't say until after I reveal them because I don't want to give the second movie away you want to just tell but... me I'm dying here <laughs> they I'm both so have weird bathtub scenes that's all i'm gonna say okay okay so the first one is this movie called secret ceremony which has elizabeth taylor mia farrow and robert mitchum and i was like this is gonna be the best movie ever i was wrong but um, (laughs) (laughs) i was really disturbed by this movie because uh elizabeth taylor's daughter die like before the movie starts she thinks mia farrow is like her daughter come back to life or something like that so she takes her in yeah she's but she's clearly going through something yeah it's like like, a grief thing but then she's they're obsessed with each other and then robert mitchum comes in he has this really weird like neck beard it's really (laughs) awful no i don't (laughs) like a neck beard though and he is her uncle or he's related somehow to elizabeth taylor and he's just really creepy with Mia Farrow. And it's just so confusing. I had no idea what was happening. Weird psychosexual drama. And I just, yeah. it was horrible. I hated it. But it was really weird. And then this one, because it stuck with me since I saw it, is Saltburn. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, freaking hate this film. Yeah, I'm gonna say something. I think the the graveyard scene is more disturbing than I the bathtub scene. The bathtub scene talking about the graveyard. So tame compared to it's the whole film is tame. I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as disturbing as I expected, but that doesn't mean it's not weird. No, 
yeah, that bathtub scene, it did gross me out. Not yeah. just because of what he was doing, but also I just don't really like bathtubs. I love baths, but like, I just don't like bathtubs and it's grimy and... Yeah, it's like Jacob already was molting. My hair falls out in the shower. It's normal, but then what? His hair is stuck to the bottom of the t- uh-huh. tank. Yeah, it makes me feel sick. And Mitch he was feel- like in oh. the drain. Yeah, he was. In- Barry Cohen was in that drain. Now, was- if I was an actor, I'd be like, "You've got. I've- I need to see you clean that drain before I put my face in it." Yeah, I'm sorry. disinfect yeah. this. And yeah. I don't think that yeah. it looked rusty. Oh, shut up! It's so gross. <laughs> this no, is very NSFW. But I also think the scene where. There's blood involved. Oh. That bit, I actually have to look away. I could watch it. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't like blood. What they were doing. I can't say it. it's really too, it's too much to say on a podcast. It's just a lot. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a crazy film song. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Emerald Fennell, like, so much. I did like Promising Young Woman. Okay. So I'm very vindicated in my, like, I didn't like Saltburn. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. What That was a weird film. Yeah. That was weird. I'm glad I saw it because everybody was talking about it. Um, yeah. And I can, I guess I could see why people would like it, but I just, I think it was just too strange without really having anything of substance. It, they were just like putting all these weird scenes. I think it was more of like shock value, I feel like. Yeah. But then people ate that up. I'm sorry. They really, like, they have been. Yeah. The normies loved it. <laughs> yeah. Rosamund Pike was so good in it though. Yeah. I love her. She was excellent. Yeah, I would actually be excellent. happy if she got an Oscar off that. I thought she was Ooh, brilliant. Yeah. I really did. I don't want to Barry should? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. No, I don't think he's doing that. I, I, I really hope he doesn't get anything else. I don't think it deserves it. Maybe like costume design or, or production design. Mm-hmm. I don't it think it cinematography. Scores. Yes, cinematography. Yeah. It did look beautiful. I don't want Jacob Elordi to get anything and I love him. I, I love oh my God. <laughs> I really like Jacob Elordi now. I can't believe I do. Like I, I watch Euphoria. I hate him on it. Yeah, I, I like him. Like him. I like him too. Yeah, I think he's good. I needed it to be gayer. I yes, it didn't yes. fulfill all of the tension it's- up to then. I needed something because they didn't. They had all of this homoerotic stuff, but then they never it's followed never through on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely could have seen more. Yeah. Especially with like all these press interviews I'm doing as well. That's true. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know they wanted. They want to do more. They yeah. Really they really... <laughs> what about you? This one was interesting though because so last year I went with Titan, easiest pick ever. I could not think of a film this year. I have. Oh. But it is the same with the horror where like it came up and I'm like, oh, I'm obviously going to put that down. Yeah. And this is actually my third favorite film of 2023, oh. as in 2023 ranked. And it's Bo is Afraid. Oh, yeah. I have to say, I love this film. I think okay. this film was absolutely brilliant. I love Ari Aster. I love Joaquin. <laughs> it's excellent. I mean, he, get, he, he got a Golden Globe nomination for it. It's so good. But it's a weird film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god have you seen anything from Boas Afraid no I know Netflix? nothing no. about it yeah so weird so it's three hours as well it's 2 hours 59 I Close love enough. it so much it's insane there's also a bathtub scene there's a bathtub scene in Boas Afraid no oh my god. there's a bathtub scene no um, oh it's horrible Bo goes in his bathtub he has a bath okay. he looks up there's a guy on the ceiling no and then the guy falls out into the bathroom oh my god what I can't believe I forgot about the bathtub scene until then. 
It's insane. Oh my it's, god. This film is mad. That's not even the first. And then he goes to Amy Ryan's house and her daughter drinks paint. <laughs> what? NSFW, there's a very weird monster at the end and it's shaped as a penis. Oh my. <laughs> I love this film. I will die for this film. I will represent this film to the day I die. I love it so much. <laughs> and this the ending is brilliant. The ending's weird as well. I don't want to spoil anything. It's so good. It's such a good film. I can't believe the bathtub scene now. I kind of just remember the bathtub. What is with the bath? <laughs> and, and Bo's bathtub is there it's grimy. Yeah. yeah. It's not. You love it. You love Joaquin. I do. I don't think enough. No. <laughs> I, I don't want I, I love this film. Uh-huh. I don't want you to watch this film. I don't like surrealist stuff like that. Yeah, very surreal. But um, word to describe it. I'll watch any other walking movie. I would. I, I, he's not. But getting the Golden Globe nom was actually very out there. And I don't like yeah. the for, Hollywood Foreign Press, but you know what? They ate with that. Nobody. That's in- pretty bold. That's insane. Yeah, right? it's weird to think of them watching that movie. <laughs> imagine, imagine the old like members. I mean, they probably don't watch it, but like yeah. imagine, imagine. And yeah. like what I said, Massway City. People have been putting on their worst of 2023 lists. I'm really? Like, my third favorite. Huh. I love it. I love this film. That seems drastic. Exactly. For worst. Yeah. People just, they just, they don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they just would equate that with bad. And I think as well, I feel bad because obviously Hereditary and Midsommar are like two of the best films ever. So it does, they're all equal for me. I love mm-hmm. them all. All five stars. But so I think people just wanted that and it's mm-hmm. not, but I was afraid is it nothing like Hereditary or Midsummer. It's so weird. It's so weird. Wow, weirder than Hereditary. I'm going to see, oh yeah, Hereditary is normal to me. Yeah, it I didn't think so. it was oh. scary, but I, yeah. Oh, see, I was scared. I was scared. I always see the, the, the grandma's face at the beginning. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Weird films have bathtub scenes. It, in them. Yeah, I think that's the moral of the story. <laughs> Don't put a bathtub scene in your film. It will be weird. <laughs> yeah. But you're right, though, with Saltburn. Why are people not talking about the grave scene? The graveyard scene is like, and it goes on for ages. It's it wasn't so... in the script either. Not in the script. Barry just did that. I, I'm not even saying that's a joke. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I think there's an interview that Emerald did about it. And yeah, he's just. But it was like part of the character. Oh, I'm speechless. Anyone could have walked in. The groundskeeper yeah. could have walked in on him doing that. I don't understand it. And they just be- they just freshly buried him. Is there surely not people about? Like, yeah, he didn't wait that long. Yeah. It was in broad daylight as well. <laughs> I like the trend on TikTok though. Like people are like showing it to their parents. Saltburn. Wow. I would not do that. <laughs> it's not a watch of your parents movie not at all family fun movie yeah Bo is afraid and Saltburn double feature great double feature yes yes fun for the whole family wow that was wicked what that was the best category so far I'm trying to not like actively watch more weird films but I think just expand not necessarily my comfort zone but just try some new types of films be open yeah yeah that's fair i like that yeah but i think this is 
if you want to watch like weird stuff, I think it's not a bad starter or early one because it's strange, but there's a lot of like in between type I've things too. Yeah. Yeah. It could also be seen as a normal film. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Our number, our third most watched actor. Third most watched actor. You can go. Okay. So this was an interesting one because I've got, yes. so he's at seven films okay. and six out of seven, all rewatches. Oh, wow. It is Owen Wilson. That's <laughs> 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 just so much Owen Wilson. Like, That's <laughs> funny. Um, so you. So me. Yeah. I, I love, Owen Wilson is so underrated as well. Can I just say? Yeah. I love him so much. But it's all the West films I've watched and then mm. classic. The Fockery. Wow. Like somebody got a name, Woodshot. <laughs> yeah, it's always been kind of a hobby. I whittled that out of beechwood. Huh, it's beautiful. So, yeah. so what got you into uh, carpentry? Carpentry? <laughs> I guess I'd have to say Jesus. He was a carpenter, and I just figured if you're going to follow in someone's footsteps, who better than Christ? Hmm. Christ Jewish. Are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so was JC. Wow, you're in good company. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> well, I'm going to head to the pool, but why don't you show Greg and Pam a gift? Oh, made a gift. Greg. Now, I just put a fresh coat of lacquer on this this morning, so bear with me with the fumes. Wow. Kev. Isn't that something? That's incredible. Thank you. Roses, Deb's favorite. Yes, right. It's beautiful. The little holes of her candles. Well, exactly. And then later they'll collect rainfall. Make a tiny bird bath. That's great. Yeah, it's, a, it's beautiful. What is it? It's an altar. Or you might call it a hopa. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> I'm going to take it over to the Burns's. And tomorrow, Robert and Deborah will meet beneath it to become man and wife. And later, when they purchase a home, maybe it'll grace their garden. And that's my sappy romantic idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Must have taken forever to build. Yeah, not too bad. About 70 hours. Which isn't bad, considering I carved it all by hand from one piece of wood. Team game over to (laughs) do (laughs) this. I always love to Oh, team, team Birdie and Ross, obviously. But yeah, they're like Owen Wilson in that. But he's a good spoil. And then I think he becomes more friendly with Ben as it goes on. Yeah. Um, Only after he tries to steal his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Like the billionth time. Yeah. (laughs) He was at their wedding. He was at the wedding. Yeah. Yes, because we went wifey at the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who invited? (laughs) He wasn't officiated, was he? I think he was. Oh my god, yeah, I he was. He was, yeah. Oh Oh my god, legend. Legend. (laughs) I will just be basic and I'll just say that World Tenables is obviously my favorite Owen Wilson film. Um, because I'm just looking at it now, he's like, Mm -hmm. he's not nice in these West films, no, but it's quite interesting. I, I love that he writes them as well, like, he wrote, um, he wrote Budapest, didn't he? I'm pretty sure he did. I'm not sure. He has written a Wes Anderson film. He definitely wrote Bottle Rocket. I did not know that. Interesting. 
Because that's what they met. They met. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Like, who would have thought? I grew up on Owen Wilson, but like the Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn films. <laughs> so then when I found out, they're like, oh my God, this guy is friends with Wes Anderson. Yeah. Like, Your worlds collided. Yeah. It was yeah. insane. It was insane. <laughs> that's funny. Still love Luke, though. Luke is my favorite Wilson. Yeah, he's mine. Sorry, Sorry Owen. <laughs> but luke is not on your stats no not even on the look yeah no this year this year it's gonna be the year of luke wilson (laughs) so beautiful i love luke wilson (laughs) we'll die for luke wilson (laughs) i haven't i i I just got another phrase for Owen wilson Mm -hmm. but honestly he's a bit of a not a man but like a bit like, oh, okay, oh, Wilson. Yeah, he's fine. I'm not going to complain that he's in the film. I'm not also, oh, I am gagging, but Wilson. He's just comfortable. Comfortable. <laughs> I have more to say about my top two. Okay. <laughs> I love Owen. I love Owen. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Who have you I... got for the bronze spot? <laughs> this is the most embarrassing one. Oh, my God, yes. Oh my god. I really didn't want to say this. So ready. Okay, with 15 films, I have Charlie Sheen. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just, Scary Movie 3 is one of those 15 films. It is, yeah. (laughs) Charlie Sheen. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. Oh, I'm obsessed. No, I'm obsessed. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Me a year ago would hate me for this. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, past me. <laughs> I don't, I really, I could not tell you what it is. I just yeah. really like watching his movies. Yeah. No, that is so fair. What started it then? What, was it? No, oh, that's the film his brother did. Don't worry. I was going to say, was it not Badland? Not Badland. What's no. The one? Platoon? Huh? Platoon? No, I haven't seen that one. What? Well, yeah, what was it? <laughs> what was the root? Of- <laughs> what started this? I think it may have actually been the movie that I picked for my favorite, which yes. is The Boys Next Door, Ooh, which okay. I watched for the other filmmakers challenge, which was like we did on Instagram, the female directed movies. Yeah, like and- it. Come on, this is your. T- it's a great challenge. This, yeah, <laughs> but it's over. It was just twenty twenty three. But it was directed by Penelope Spears, and I really like her. And it's about these two teenagers who just graduated high school, and they are not sure what they're trying to going to do with their lives. And so then they just kill people. <laughs> not expected that. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, it's sort of like hit you know Charlie Sheen's Badlands. Fair. So, and it's it's pretty gay. Oh. Who's he with in it? Is... I can't remember. He was, what was his name? Oh my God. And obviously the Rafe as well. Like, the I Rafe, think of yeah. Charlie Sheen films we've watched. <laughs> Maxwell and... Caulfield. Oh, okay. That. I know that name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in Greece too. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best. Only the hits. Nice. Yeah. Give me the gun. No, you're not getting it. I don't care what you do with me. I'm gone. Gone. Fuck it. Gone where? Look, they might give us a break. We're only kids, right? If I give you this gun, I'll kill you. I can't go back, Bo. Not now. Give me this fucking gun! 
What are you doing, man? Your best friend. Catch fire. Oh my God. The best. Oh my God. This guy. <laughs> he's going to be on our list next year. <laughs> Catch fire. Oh, I just. His best, his finest performance. Charlie Sheen in Catch Fire is so funny. Yeah. Because he's just there eating pizza and then he dies. And then he he's dies. Like the, he is like the woman in the film. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. the woman dies. That's true. That's Charlie Sheen in this film. Feminist. I love it so much. <laughs> and he's eating frozen pizza. <laughs> I still can't get over it's frozen solid. And he doesn't even hear any of the intruders come in. Like he's he's now in the sleep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Leaving off the pizza. Like (laughs) just the best. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. God. What filmography? Yeah. (laughs) I think his. I really gravitate more towards the 80s and 90s. I think he had a good run there. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah. part of the Brat Pack, was he? No, not really. Yeah. Not like Those were Emilio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but is there, is there an yeah. Emilio feel or role that you wish Charlie played? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like for me, they sort of occupy two very different spaces. Yeah, yeah. But maybe the Mighty Ducks, but I don't know about that. <laughs> Once again, not expecting that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's in the Mighty Ducks? Emilio. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. He's like this lawyer that has to help teach these kids hockey. It's really stupid, but... <laughs> I love it, I love it. But I think another Charlie movie that I like is the second Hot Shots film, yeah, which is like the spoof movie, Spoofing Rambo. And it's just really funny. It's the first film spoofing Top Gun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't like and that one as the- much, but I like Hot Shots better. I don't like Top yeah. Gun. Okay. I, I want to watch Hot Shots. It's also like funny. Especially yeah. the second one. Like. The second one's the better one. Oh, that's why good. But I think you have to watch Top Gun to find Hot Shots funny. Interesting. Okay. But I haven't seen Rambo, but I still thought the second one was funny. So I don't don't know. You just anything with Charlie Sheen, today. You find him funny. You find (laughs) I think he's a good comedian. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Too good. I can't even think of that. I can't even think of Charlie Sheen. Yeah, no one would think that. <laughs> and now <laughs> everyone knows. Now, yeah, your secret's out. Yeah. Out in the open. It's really embarrassing, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> At least you support me in my insanity, yes. so. I'm always here for you, don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's your turn to pick yeah. a superlative. Oh, okay. Once again, how am I following this? Okay. <laughs> Two favorite soundtracks? Okay. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good. Oh yeah. 
And what have you got? I went with Priscilla. Okay. Oh my God. Just that needle drop at the end. Yeah. I will always love you. No words. I love that so much. But Sophia just has the best soundtracks. I like too that she picked some songs that weren't like the obvious sort of like 50s songs. Yeah. And I like that she didn't do any Elvis songs. Yes. Um, they did a, I know it's not really an Elvis song, but they did a lovely piano of a lovely tender. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, I, that I was, was really, really beautiful. Good. And see, she doesn't need to, it's not Elvis's story, mm-hmm. but obviously in Priscilla's mind at that time when she was a teenager, fall in love with him. Such a lovely song and to have no words in it, just the, the melody was beautiful, mm-hmm. but such a good soundtrack in Priscilla. Yeah. yeah. And I think it so helped good. tell the story so well it just really elevated everything for me yeah yeah i love priscilla and i'm glad you loved it too (laughs) brilliant film absolutely brilliant film yeah yeah i love priscilla good i i I don't know how much to get into it because i just love priscilla like yeah honestly i loved it (laughs) kaylee spaney beautiful did you like jacob and lordy yeah i thought he was really good i thought it was good too i know people are very divided but as an elvis fan i do i think he did a really good job Voice, perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say one thing, though. When I look at him, I see Jake Valori. Austin's Elvis. I saw Elvis, if that makes sense. Sure. Only criticism, but I'm not complaining. I thought yeah. very well. Very well. Not over the I will always love you, Dolly Parton, bit of an end. Because she, Priscilla, and El- she will always love him, but she's yeah. got to go. And it's just, oh my God. I'm goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. And, and then it's, it's like, he was going to sing the song he was going to buy it from dolly so it's like all of these little yeah layers incredible yeah what about you so i've gone for what i would always say so i only watched this film this year it might be controversial i really didn't like it but i completely understand people's criticisms but if you dare criticize this film soundtrack <laughs> i will kill you not you personally you know. okay <laughs> <laughs> it's saturday night fever it's oh, just okay pgs come on you know, i remember we got we got more than a woman. We've got staying alive and my favorite song, which I cannot think what it's called. Oh no! I see your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the morning. No, it's not. You should just sing the whole song. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the BGS. Oh, it is how deep. Yeah, how deep is your love? That's it. Oh, okay. how deep is your love? What I would say is one of the most romantic songs of all time. Oh. Um, I think it's such a beautiful song. And I didn't really, mm, I didn't like how it was used in the film because okay. basically there's a really horrific event at the end. Mm. And then it's how John Travolta's character realizes he has to leave his friend because of really bad news. Okay. And then he's on the, the subway and the, it's how deep is your love is playing. And I mm. didn't like that just because the scene before it was really horrible. But like everything else, I just love it. I love the Bee Gees. Can I just say, it's mm. one of the highest selling soundtracks ever. Oh, wow. He's practicing his dancer more than the woman. But like, I don't think more than a woman is a dance for the type of dance he's doing. Okay. <laughs> I, read him, but I love more than a woman. I just love everything about the songs in this film. I think that might have been maybe rose colored glasses for me because it isn't, it hasn't aged well. Mm-hmm. It's all that is. It's sexist. It's racist. It's homophobic. But it's, I hate to say it's so good. I'm sorry. I really love this film. And I'm just looking at the soundtrack now and I just love it so much. <laughs> I love Night Fever. Night Fever is a great song. Oh, if I can't have you. I was about to sing it then. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm a very big Bee Gees stan. I love yeah. the Bee Gees. And I cannot imagine a world where these songs didn't exist before this film. Did they write them for the movie? Yeah. yeah. So all oh, of those wow. popular Bee Gees songs 
were written for Saturday Night Fever. That's and they didn't awesome. even win an Oscar for it. They never what? Won. Disgusting. <laughs> the most biggest mistrial mis of justice ever. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I love it. I just love oh, the good. movies. But yeah, just as a sort of soundtrack, don't watch the film. <laughs> okay. Even I think it five, but like, I loved it. But that's mine. We've got yeah. five superlatives left and then two actors. So should we do another superlative? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Our favorite couple. Okay. <laughs> I'm very excited about this one. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I kind of have two. One I will just talk about really quickly because then the, the other team is just amazing. <laughs> really romantic film I watched this year was called Cold War. Um, okay. It's excellent. It's a Polish film and it's a set, these two musicians and like, they just keep finding each other. There's massive time jumps and stuff throughout the film. I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I love the main characters together. Oh God, they were just beautiful. And the fact that like love prevailed, every, they always found their way back to each other. It was really lovely. That's cool. Um, which then leads me on to my other one, which is completely opposite. <laughs> No, because these two love each other very much. Uh-huh. I've got to say it. It's Meet the Fockers. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bernie and Ross, Dustin Hoffman, Barbara Streisand. They invented true love. Bernie and Ross are like what I want to be. I want to be Bernie and Ross. Like, yeah. I need a love like that. <laughs> uh, they love each other. They're open with their loveness. Like, <laughs> It's very creative. <laughs> A little birdie told me that one of our guests here is a Tom Collins man. Kitty's sake. Isn't that Everybody? nice, Dad? That is nice. Thank you. <laughs> All right, wait, don't drink. I want to make a toast. Now, I had a vasectomy in 1974. 73, huh? You're right, 73. So unfortunately, I never had a chance to procreate a daughter. But had I been able to, I really would have wanted a girl as sensitive and as intelligent and as beautiful as this young lady sitting right here before us. Thank you, Bernie. And if I might add, she's not an accident. Yep. I thought you had a sister. Nope. No sister. You said you had a sister. You said you milked your sister's cat. Okay, I'm not done yet. What I'm trying to say is, it's taken far too long to do this, you know, but we're finally all together. Aww. That's my son. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, that's enough. Lachayim, everyone. Lachayim. Lachayim. Like you have popcorn stuck in the throat, it's a <laughs> Okay, it's a family. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know something insane? Yeah. I had two and that was one of them. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I would have been disappointed if you didn't think that, yeah? (laughs) I'm with you all the way. I love them so much. Just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. I cannot believe I'd be sat here like, be like, I love Dustin Hoffman and and Barbara Streisand. I was like, Barbara, but not Dustin. They work so well together. They are perfect. believe that they're married they believe they've been married this long oh i love it i love this i love it i love them too and they just sort of like match each other's chaos yeah yeah (laughs) their energies yeah there's never once where like they tear each other down Mm -hmm. or they're embarrassed of each other they're always perfect and especially compared to um robert de niro and blythe danner you see maybe what a 
I'm not going to say like a healthy relationship, but like healthier. Healthier, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) But then you understand why Ben Stiller is the way that he is. (laughs) It all makes so much sense. Robert and Aaron like that are not like a good relationship at all. No. Like that, what a name. Yeah. I feel bad for her. And like, yeah. Ross has given her all this advice and helping her. Mm-hmm. Sad. But I love Bernie and Rose. And it's a crime that we meet. Little fuckers. Little fuckers. <laughs> Did not have much Bernie and Rose content in it. Yeah. That's why it's sad. Had, like, it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> remember Harvey Keitel in it? Like, yeah. <laughs> the only part I remember. If they were in it together, it would have been the best film ever. But Yeah. But, but that's why the second is... one's the best one. Exactly. I had to like, I didn't think I could watch Meet the Parents again because I just want to see Bernie and Ross. <laughs> yeah, you can't wait. Who else do you have? I went for another comedic one. This Ooh, yeah. is an 80s rom com called, called Who's That Girl? Ooh. And it stars Madonna and Griffin Dunn. Oh, Griffin Dunn, Redemption yeah. Arc. <laughs> Redemption, yeah. He and her it's like a recreation or an homage to a, a screwball okay. film nice. it's just so chaotic and they just play off each other really well and i just think they're so cute and funny i know a lot of people compared it to bringing up baby which i don't think they're that similar but i guess okay. if i had to say so you would understand like it's yeah. sort of that vibe oh no excuse me excuse me please I, I cannot be with this woman. I'm not admitting. Don't give me that crap, Bobo. Open up. She really Come does. On. Please, Two sir, seconds. let us in. Look, I'm wealthy and I'm and I'm busy. Come on over Please. here and open up. Tomorrow morning, ten o'clock. Tomorrow morning, perfect. Oh look, what do you care, huh? Just give me the box number and we'll go a separate way. I can't. I gave my word. I promised that I would personally see you on that bus. Now, I'm sure the concept's just alien to you, but where I come from, a person's word really means something. All right. Then I give you my word. Tomorrow morning, come here, open up the box, and I get on the bus all by myself. You're lying. How do you know? Your lips are moving. But he's, he's nerdy, but he's also very, like, high-strung. But then she's, like, a little more, like, carefree. So I think they, like, balance each other well, but they're both crazy enough for them to, like, both be funny. And you can see, like, why they would be drawn to each other without her being, like, a manic pixie dream girl or something. So I think that's nice. That trap is so easy to fall into when they try and do things like that. So that's perfect, but they didn't. Madonna as well. I love her so much. Yeah. I think she's a good actor. Yeah. I agree. And I, I think Griffin is like super underrated. So he is. He's so underrated. No one ever talks about him. No. Even in, in American Werewolf, he's got he's very important to the film. Yeah. He's not in it as much. Mm-hmm. But his scenes are the what's most memorable because they're mm-hmm. so like scary. But yeah. yeah, I love Griffin Dunn. I love him. Yeah. And I'm so glad we come back to this. Happy Griffin Dunn memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like unhinged romance. I think that's yes. what these two present. <laughs> give me sappy sweet love stories i mean no. don't where it's gonna go no because i i want bernie and rose or madonna and griffin dunn nothing yeah else. that's all i want <laughs> should we do an actor or yes okay yeah second okay number two 
Number two. This is very exciting. <laughs> yes. So mine's on eight, eight films. Yes. And I'm very excited to talk about him <laughs> because it is my one and only. It's Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to watch Jason Schwartzman. Also, yes, speech impediment is coming out when I say his last name. It's okay. <laughs> I cannot believe how many films of his I've watched this year. But I've got a crazy one for my favourite film. Okay. So I watched this film that came out in 2023. It's called Quiz Lady. Oh, yeah. Sandra O and Aquafina. I don't know why. I loved this film. This film was incredible. I had no expectation. I thought it was going to be rubbish. I loved it. I laughed. I I cried. I I might not cry, but I loved (laughs) it so much. (laughs) Oh, good. Aquafina has to basically go on this quiz show that she's really good at to win money to pay off their mum's gambling debts. <laughs> and because they basically got Aquafina's dog like as a hostage. It's so funny. Oh my God. And on this quiz show is Jason Squat. I, I never have to say his name out loud. It's really bad. Um, it's Jason Schwartzman. And he's always, he's, he's the villain, but like he's oh. so funny. He is a really good villain. <laughs> He's such a, he's, he's like snivelly in this, but he's also, he's like a kiss ass. Oh, he's so funny. Doesn't take away from the two amazing leading ladies though. But it's a really good film. I really recommend it. It's really good. Um, And it also, he's really underrated as well. I said underrated. This film also came out this year. And I watched that new Spider-Man. The Spider-Man oh, across yeah. the Spider-Verse. And he's the villain in that as well. Yeah. Like, this might be his calling. <laughs> Villains, yeah. His villain era. Exactly. Controversial though. Is it? No, I do love him in Asteroid City. I do love him in Asteroid City. Mm. And actually, in a just world, we would be getting more praise for it as well. But it's not my favourite of his and Wesley's films together. But okay. um, that's Rushmore. But I did not watch that this year. I just love him. I don't know where this has come from. You know, he's my favourite Nemo baby. I love yes. him so much. <laughs> and now I want to watch, Ma- I need to rewatch Marie Antoinette because he's oh, yeah. great. Uh, Loki villain era as well. Oh, yeah, for you know sure. what I mean? Like he's annoying in it. Yeah. And I'll rewatch Scott Pilgrim this year and he's <laughs> the villain in that. I just love him. I love him. He's one of those people that just shows up and he's brilliant. I love him. Yeah. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. And we, we watched Fantastic Mr. Fox this year as well. Oh, yeah. Both a rewatch and I love him in that. Oh, he's so, he's so cute. I love him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Wait, hard question. Yes. Which Coppola, Nicolas Cage or Jason Schwartzman? Why are the Coppola so good? I don't know. No, I've got to go with Jason. I've got to go with Jason. I thought so. But I love Nicolas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've already regretted it. (laughs) It's okay. You can love them both. I need them in a film directed by Sophia. Yeah, I need to direct both of them. I need the whole family. I need Francis there as well. <laughs> Roman Coppola. I don't. He's always in the the names of the producers. Yeah, he's always <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, he <laughs> I hope Sophia's next movie has Kirsten in it. I like. I actually missed her in Priscilla. We should have had. Yeah, a Kirsten cameo. Like. Yeah. My number two, and this is probably obvious, but with twenty-one films, I think I might have an idea. Yeah, do you have a guess? Is it? No, not 21. No, it can't be 21. I've got someone in my head, but I don't okay. think it could be 21. Do you want to? Okay. Say who it is. Who it's it is. Harvey Keitel. Oh my God, of course it is. That's not how I thought, but yeah, okay, okay. of course. 
Yes. Also, yeah. sorry, 21 films, incredible. Yeah. I just say that's amazing. <laughs> I don't know why or how I got into his movies, but I just yeah. did. And I just really love him. But it's I like, where would this have come from? I don't but, know. Especially as someone who has said, you don't like Scorsese. Yeah. A lot of Harvey's early films, and a lot of his films are in the vein of that style, which is quite yeah, interesting. That's true. He has some that's really it. weird movies. <laughs> but I think I can stand them because he's just so good in them. So good. And yeah. like, he, he makes it more than, he's like more than a bad guy, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, the layers. Yeah. yeah. You bring something else to it. Yeah. I'm going to say my favorite though is this movie called head above water where he plays the husband of cameron diaz what yeah in what world i'm sorry i have to say it i don't know i don't know i don't know like but i think she was in prison and he was like the judge who got her out or something Oh, but this is okay though, yeah? Yeah, no, they they both like each other. But then it's a com, it's like a dark comedy where her old boyfriend comes and he dies. And she's trying to cover up the fact that he died because she doesn't want to go back to jail. And then there's like a third guy who they're all, it's just the three of these, them like at a beach house. And they're trying to like cover it up from him. And so things just, it just progressively gets like worse and worse. And they all just start to go crazy. But it's just really funny the whole time. And I really like it. Him and Cameron as well. It's like a dynamic duo. Like, yeah. They're both very good. They actually work really well together. Which I never put them two I, together. Yeah. It's so yeah. random. That's amazing. But I think he's super funny. I wish he did more comedies. But yeah, plus it's just funny to see someone like him be in a comedy because he's so serious. Yeah. Yeah, he's not normally in comedy. He should be in more. Yeah. You watched Mean Streets for the first time this year and I know you didn't like it that much, which is so fine. But he was so fit in that, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that may or may not be part of. Exactly. Oh, it's 100% a first watch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm coming out. <laughs> I also um, like his performance in... The movie is really strange. Maybe I should have put this as like my weirdest, but uh, Holy Smoke, Jane Campion. Okay. It was... Um, oh, so she, he's been in two of her films now. Yeah. Right? I still thought it's a piano. Oh, but he's also so fit in that. <laughs> I know he goes full frontal in that. Yeah, but. he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> But anyway, I think... <laughs> yeah, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he's with Jane Campion. Yeah. Why wasn't he in Power of the Dog? I'm fuming. Boo. Yeah. But this is a really strange movie. It's about like cults. Yeah. And oh, so he's like... Oh, Winslet. Yeah. He's okay. helping her get like deprogrammed from a cult that she was in. Okay. But he doesn't do a very good job. I- Oh no. Like... Just, I don't know. I don't like the movie. It's really icky, but I just think okay. uh, he's really good in it. I like that he does. he's not afraid to just like do really strange stuff. Yeah. And, but sir, have like a lot of feeling behind it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like he really puts yeah. in the time mm-hmm. to act and I think he really respects it as well as an art form and I think that's, that comes across really well. Yeah. Day two. A painful day for the client. Remove her props, upset her and provoke her. So I put the sari up the tree. No more Mr. Nice Guy. I want my clothes back. Juice. I thought I was going to have to wait the longest time for the real you to break through. You think a sari is going to change that? Ten hundred saris won't hide that. You'll only succeed in tying a big knot around yourself. Hello. Would you share what you're thinking, please? Hello? Meditating. I was just meditating on the difference between you and Baba. He wears a dress. He lives the way he teaches. And what specifically has he taught you? To do good. To be a good person. And how is that manifesting itself? You out there doing good deeds, paying taxes? You're a cynic. Yes. Yes, I'm a cynic. Because I investigate crap. What about the crap in you, Ruth? Did you take that to the guru? You're a shit. You don't care about me. You don't even know me. And I didn't go to Baba to get my fucked upness fixed. Well, you'd be the first. All right, so I hoped it would help me grow. I know I'm not perfect. Good news. Yeah. So what do you believe in, then? Why do you want to know that? Because I'm just curious to know what you worked out. So you can follow me? Sorry, honey, that's not my ticket. You've not watched Pulp Fiction, have you? No, I don't think I will. No, you've got to just watch his scenes, I think. Okay. Yeah, as, as with some more. You've just got to watch that. That's classic. <laughs> oh my God, wait, no. Yeah. Uh, we've spoke about... Wait, Reservoir Dogs. Where yeah. was Sanya at? I haven't seen, seen it. You've got... No, yeah. that you have to... You, it's... <laughs> him and Tim Roth, gay. Okay. Yeah, I'm should. in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch it together. Yeah. Then I'll watch it. Okay. okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing though. Like his ability to explore like the feminine side, I think is good. Yes. And that's yeah. what happens a lot in Holy Smoke. Like he wears a dress at one point and Oh come on, we love that. Yeah. He's secure in his masculinity. Yes. Right yeah. Yes. And I, I think that's, that's really why he's such a good actor. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of John Garfield. That's such a good like comparison. that kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Didn't you fan cast Harvey as John Garfield? I think you did. I thought I did James Mason. No, <laughs> I, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did Peter Falk. 
Oh my god, I did. I must have done Harvey Keitel. That's yeah. so funny. But if I had to go back, I would say probably say Harvey now. Be the Harvey one. Oh my yeah. god. So you were yeah. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm such an idiot. Oh my god. You did cast yeah. James Mason as someone though. Someone. Oh, I always cast it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's my go-to one. <laughs> but yeah, I think he just expanded on no, that that's sort really of good. Yeah. Raw sexuality. Yeah. I hate to say that. But it just sounds no, that's so really cringe, good. but. Yeah. Yeah. He's excellent. He's really, I, I'm sorry. And I know he's famous. He's very famous. I'm going to mm-hmm. say once again, underrated. Yeah, underrated. I agree. Very underrated. I don't think people talk about him like outside of Scorsese or Tarantino. So I think and he is. We need to change that. Yeah. And I also think too, last note is like his versatility yeah. is very good. Yes. Yeah. He can do basically, I've seen him in every kind of movie. Yeah. Was he? Do we know a lot about like his background? Was he a theater actor? No, he went into the Marines. Okay. And then he came back and he joined the actor's studio at some point. Oh, and amazing. I think he auditioned for 10 years and then he finally <sighs> got it. Like he'd already done Mean Streets and like Blue Collar and it took a long time for him to get in. Listen. Yeah. They were missing out. They were. Okay. They were wrong. But oh, I love that. Yeah. I wasn't surprised he was on here, but yeah. And also, like, he's still got loads more films to discover oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So perfect. That's true. Always watch. I'll probably always be watching his stuff. So, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay. So, we got one follower question from Sebastian, and he wanted to know what our, what we thought was the most underrated performance out of all the movies we watched. First of all, thank you, Sebastian, for the question. Yes. But this was so difficult. Like, it really I don't was. Know why? Why was it so difficult? I don't know. I don't know why. Um, like, how did you classify as underrated? So I more so went for people that talk about it enough. Yeah. Because I think, I didn't write it down, but I think there were some other things, but then I was thinking like, no, he is rated, they are rated fine in it. So I think mm-hmm. I've, got, I've gone for, yeah. Okay. Either the film's forgotten about, or yeah, no one really talks about it. I found this really difficult, though. I'm going to say something really left field here. Okay. And I'm going to go, and I first time mentioned him today, which is quite good for me. I'm going to go with Adrian Brody in Summer of Sound. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Which is cr- crazy, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's probably not even the best performance in it. That would also be John Luigi. Luigiano, but I think Adrian Brody's really interested in this film because his character's kind of like a punk rocker. He's got amazing hair. Oh, and he, <laughs> I just remember, we were introduced him and he, he does a fake British accent throughout the whole film because like he, he's so enamored by that London punk scene. And first of all, that on the back, that's brilliant. It was like, it was funny. It was uh-huh. okay. It was good. It got me laughing. I really liked him in it. And really lovely man as well in it. Very different Adrian Brody role to what I've seen. He does normally play He's not really one to be a villain, I feel like, mm-hmm. Adrian Brody. This is what I've seen him in. He's not in a bad way. Safe, I feel like. You know what I mean? He picks yeah. safe roles. He, he's great, honestly. I, this is coming from love, I swear. But I just saw something <laughs> different of him in Summer of Sam. He seemed really nice, really kind-hearted. When he gets beat up at the end, I was so emotionally invested in his character. It really upset me. I just, I don't think that's a good, I think for the actor to like, portray that across was so well, well done. Yeah. And also him with Mia Sorvino as oh no, Mia Sorvino is John Luigi Amos. <laughs> Which is like your 
We are so mean. I love also. Wait, we didn't talk about Lulu on the bridge. <laughs> How do we not? How do we not? <laughs> That's not the one. That, is that the one with Willem Dafoe singing in it? Yep. Yeah. And tap How dancing. And tap dancing. And say, yeah. How do we not mention that? <laughs> Harvey's greatest performance. First of all, yeah. I take it back. Forget everything we've ever said. It's Lulu on the bridge all day long. Seriously. <laughs> Oh my god. The greatest film ever. And yeah, once again, who's in that? Mira Savino, our yeah. queen. <laughs> like, she is the moment. Like, I love her so much. Um, I can't remember who played um his girlfriend in Summer of Sam, but I just really like their scenes together. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite very soft, romantic in it. Um, especially in a film that's so dark and there's a lot of like scary stuff going on and it's so sweaty and they're so <laughs> so that actual like, temperature wise are also really hot and like, uh-huh. temperatures are flaring and then you know there's a literal serial killer on the loose like it's a really interesting film underrated film as well I will say but yeah I don't know why when I thought of underrated I just thought of that because obviously everyone talks about you know the pianist uh, which they should like or anything else Adrian Brody's in Summer of Sam deserves not the same love as like the penis, but like <laughs> I just want people, I want more people to know about it and know yeah. how good he is in it. At first, I thought you were saying the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was Look, like, the word it's so similar, pianist, but then that's yeah. not right. That's not how you say it. pianist, pianist. <laughs> <laughs> so at first, I was just like, uh huh. Okay, okay, okay. It's some art house film. <laughs> I've also not seen The Pianist, which is really bad. Polanski. No, but didn't he really direct good. that? Yes. Okay. And he won Best Director for it. And he oh. could be there to accept because obviously he's in exile. Wow. So they should definitely <laughs> award him. Exactly. 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 Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's my only dark patch because obviously I love Adrian Brody and I mm-hmm. need to watch that, but then it's also really sad. It's really yeah. sad. Um, but yeah, I, I just love Adrian Brody. Another one who's, oh, he's either in the film, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. I want to say underrated, but he's literally an Oscar winner. <laughs> he's in Wes Anderson stuff too, right? Yeah, he was in Asteroid City <laughs> this year. Yep, yep. I got to see him on the big screen. Oh my And yeah, I watched this year. Oh, so good. Oh, enough. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, loads actually. actually. That has your three <laughs> favorites in it. <laughs> I should mention everything. He's in Budapest as well. You need to stop me. <laughs> I like Adrian how Brody is on the list as well. Yeah, they, see, it makes sense because it's all like Wes Anderson's yeah. character. <laughs> okay, I'm my... go for it. Yeah, yeah. I went for a movie called Jumpin' Jack Flash, starring Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my god! Okay. I think it was her debut. <gasps> what? Okay, I've not seen. It. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's Penny it. Marshall directed. I love Penny Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg accidentally gets involved in like this spy thing. Um, she works at a tech company or something, and I think the person is communicating with her through some, I don't know, some sort of like 80s chat thing that I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is like super funny and is, just yeah, so that's... high energy and just fun to watch. She's yeah. also obsessed with movies in the oh. movie she's like oh, a paul that. newman cardboard cutout oh. in her apartment this it's all making sense to me now yeah. <laughs> i just think it's such a fun funny just like great supporting cast yeah 
But I think it also has a bit of commentary, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just a super engaging performance from her. And I love that like era of her career. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Wasn't Alan Preacher's wife also Penny Marshall? Not a good Penny Marshall year. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I only have one left to watch, but it does have Mark Wahlberg in it. So I've been putting it off. I want to complete her film, so I can do one. Yeah, you can push for it, Penny. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea a lot. And I feel like her and Whoopi would be a great pair. Yeah. I feel like she'd be a great director for Whoopi. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, they match each other's vibes. That's too much energy. Yeah. 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 That was a good question. I feel like there were a lot I could have picked. Yes. But yeah. Should we do best friends to do it? Sure. With this one. So I always think the best friends. I'm like, I wonder what <laughs> one's the most like me and Audrey in a way. <laughs> I've got the perfect one. I'm not going to lie. Huh. I've got the perfect one. I'm wondering if you could also have this film. I don't think so. Maybe not. No, that's that. You're going to wish you had this film. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm going to go out and say it. It's Dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And Michelle Williams in Dick are just... Also, that could have been underrated for me as well. That was that yeah. almost felt like my second underrated performance because obviously no one talks about these two amazing actresses in this film. Yeah. Best film ever. Audrey showed it to me this year. I loved every second of it. Oh, that could actually have been up for best soundtrack, actually, now that I'm thinking Ooh, about it. Yes. That's a really good soundtrack. And costumes. And costumes, yeah, the American flags at the end. (laughs) It's incredible. It's Watergate scandal and it's just so funny. Also, I'm so sorry, Audrey, because when we were watching it, you had to be like my fact checker. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. They're just amazing. They are absolutely amazing in it. I wish they were real. I wish Mm -hmm. I was them. I just love them. There's no fake, phony, third act breakup. Mm -hmm. They're friends throughout the whole film. It's incredible. You don't see that a lot, especially with female friendships as well on film. Mm-hmm. I think it's just brilliant. And yeah, oh my God, they're so us. They're yeah, so I love that. <laughs> so, if you haven't seen Dick, go watch it. Like, it. it's the best film ever. <laughs> I was really like, not doubtful, but when like, we watched it, I was thinking like, okay, like, I really hope I do like this one because I know how much you love it. I had nothing to worry about. It was incredible. <laughs> the best film ever. I loved it. We don't think that you've been completely honest with us. If this is about the Watergate nonsense, let me say once again, I have nothing to do with it, okay? It's a plot created by my enemies to disgrace me. Those radical, muckraking bastards, Woodward and Bernstein over at the Washington Post. They're the liars here, you know, always hiding behind the goddamn First Amendment. Well, let me tell you something. It won't protect them from me. Actually, it was just about the dog. You act like you like him, but we don't think you do. What dog? But now that you mention it, you know, a lot of people are talking about this Watergate thing, and they all say that you lied, and I'm Jewish. I know. I had you checked out. probably more in there than you know about yourselves. Even grades? Yeah, grades. Your parents' income tax returns. 
Overdue library books, the whole kit and caboodle. I did not write that one because it was a rewatch for me, but ah, no, no, if no, it was so not a rewatch, I would have 1000% said that way. But I, mine's not a duo, it's a trio. Oh, I love that. So Changing it up. I, yeah, sorry, that doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, that's not the question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But I went with the heroic trio which is a 90s action movie with Michelle Yeoh, <gasps> Maggie Chung, and Anita Mai. It's just, you could not get better than these yeah. ones. Like, oh they're just so badass, but then also yep. really likable and funny. And they just go together really well. And I just love to see women, like, taking charge and... They aren't really friends, like, for a, a lot of the movie. Then they become friends, so I'm counting it for the, the yep. question. No, they're, they're friends at the end, that's fine. Yeah, that yeah. works. They, yes. The power of teamwork brings them together. I bet they have such good chemistry together. They, they all look amazing. In the photos I've seen, they look amazing. Yeah, the costumes are good. Chair. I may have, I almost put that one, but it was close. God, that looks brilliant. That's a really good pick, actually. Yeah. When you I think you will like film. this movie yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, I can't believe I've not seen it yet. Like, <laughs> but, um, I need to watch this. I think it recently got a Criterion <gasps> release. So I think so people are talking about it a little bit more. Oh, wicked. Good. I feel like it's one... I say this, people don't have to see that. Yeah, people need to... People should be watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it should be talked about everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as a martial arts film, I feel like yes. it's not. Women aren't really the focus of that. So, like, three women is awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I want to watch it so badly. Should we do our number one? Should we do our number one? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I need to get out my number one. I ha- I've been sitting on it all day. Oh, wow. I, okay. I need to get it out. Okay. You're not ready for this. Okay. You're not ready for this. <laughs> I have no idea. Actor, after all the podcast people, nine films. (laughs) I'm not. Is it even anticlimactic? You're gonna die. It's Dennis Hopper. (laughs) It had to be. Oh my god, Dennis! I can't believe it. I can't believe his his little face is there. I up. He's on my most watched, like the most all time stats. I've seen. So, I just love him. Get this big into Dennis Hopper. Where did it come from? I don't know. It was twenty twenty two. Defo, right? It's mm. got to be. Um, actually, I took a photo of the films I watched, but I just can't get over it. I cannot get over it. Wow. Also, we watched Speed this year. Uh-huh. I feel like that. It's been a long year. It's been it a has. Long... That was a long time ago. Just incredible. Dennis Hopper is my most watched non-podcast. I just love it so much. <laughs> and the wow. films we've got, like, oh my God, of course. We, we, we spoke about him in length during Rebel. No line, <laughs> no, no line Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Giant, come mm-hmm. on. Catch fire. I, I got to catch fire. <laughs> That and Rebel were my only rewatches. And you know what? That Catchfire and Rebel should be in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. Same energy. <laughs> same energy. They're just as influential as the other. Like, yeah. 
Do you remember him in the pickup artist? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he is the dad. <laughs> Why? Wait, he was a Molly yeah, Ringwald. Robert Patel was the dad, wasn't he? No. He didn't. Robert Downey Jr. didn't have a dad. Wasn't it Molly Ringwald? Mo- yeah, and then yeah. Harvey was like a gang. He was a gangster. Some yes. sort of gangster gambler. Yeah, he was like yeah. in a casino. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know why he was there, but... <laughs> And Ed TV, we watched together. Oh, oh yeah. Never <laughs> At the Heart of Justice. Do you remember that film? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, that was there with my Dermot films, obviously. Yeah. But I didn't remember it. And now that I... As, yeah, he gets... Dennis gets Dermot shot shoots him. <laughs> Literally right at the beginning. <laughs> and he kisses uh, Vincent Price on the head. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> No, wow. no, no, perfect. I do also just want to quickly shout out one of his films, though. So it's no secret that mm-hmm. the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like a comfort film of mine. I love it so much. I think it's one of the best films ever made. It's not an easy watch, as much as I love it. It's still, yeah, it's still, oh my God, I get nightmares still. But this October, I was like, you know what? I've actually not watched any of the other iterations of it. Yeah. So I watched the sequel, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Dennis Hopper's in it. <laughs> Who he does he is, play? He is Sally. Sally Hardesty is the okay. final girl in there. He's their uncle. Okay. He is looking for Sally and I don't I can't remember what her brother's called. And he's looking for them. It's it's incredible. Wow. I, I can't remember in the final scene. I can't, I think he I can't remember what happened to him. Okay. But like he goes head to toe with Leatherface. Oh. He has a chainsaw. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god. A, there's a great woman in it. I love her so much. There's another great final woman, final girl, and I can't remember what her name is. Basically, she has stretch? she's like a is it stretch? It's stretch. She's like stretch. the oh, DJ, she's... right? No. Oh yeah. I just <laughs> read about it. I was like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, she's a DJ. And okay. So Leverface wants to kill her because basically she's got him on all on tape killing these two boys at the beginning. Okay. And so she's going to Dennis Hopper for help. And she goes to his hotel room, but like he doesn't want to know. And I can't remember what is funny about it, but it's just so funny because it's Dennis Hopper in a freaking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah, <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> what is he doing? I can't put my finger on Dennis. Like, he's an acclaimed actor. Uh-huh. But then he's in such like... His filmography is really His filmography weird. Is insane. insane. Yeah. Insane. Insane. <laughs> I, I, I can't put my finger on it. I think I love him because I think he did just pick, he, he chose what he wanted to be in. He didn't mm-hmm. care. He would be in anything. There's yeah. one film on there I haven't mentioned yet, but I'm going to mention it later. But like, I um, think I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's my thing too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll um, get there. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just I think Dennis Hopper is a great actor. Easy Rider was my first film I watched him where I didn't actually stand him. Watched it for Jack. Oh yeah, so I don't like him in that. So no, I can't like, remember what he's like in at all. He's just high. And then it was is that yeah, he's just <laughs> That's his one character. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> but last year no, it would have been 2022, I think, when he like talked showed me him and Dean, Greg's friends. And I just yeah, I really like Dennis. Um, would not have gotten into him about you. It's fun. It's so funny. Why is Dennis Hopper the most watched film actor? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm just like, I need to remember like how I got into any of these people. What drew me to Dennis Hopper? I don't know. And why do I like him? 
I'm going on, I need to see the minus Easy Rider, what the first mm. Dennis Hopper film yeah, I saw. I'm going on all time because I'm pretty sure he's on my all time stats. <laughs> His letterbox picture as well, I think could be better. Yeah, he Come on, it's letterbox. not a good one. No. I really, I know we, we spoke about this, but I also really loved him in Giant. Like, I wasn't yeah. expecting to love him so much. He's He should have done more movies like that. I think so too. But no, he had to become... No, I love his camp villain era. I can't complain. <laughs> I've been... Oh, was it? Yeah. Maybe Blue Velt. No, but that didn't make oh. a stand. Maybe it was Dean, the Dean film to yeah. <laughs> I don't know if those would be any better either. Right? We, we just For knew like... Star Appeal and we saw it. We yeah. just knew <laughs> he's ours. We must stand. I must. But without repeating myself too much, like, like I could talk about Dennis Hopper for hours. True. The order, you got to tell me. Okay. Who is your number one? With 25 films is Martin Sheen. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You got the two sheets? Yeah. Of course, Emilio Martin was Sheen. on my stats, but he didn't make it in the top five. Wow. So do you say 25? 25. 25. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Martin Sheen. He's so- I I just I love his he's he's just so unexplainable yeah he's more chaotic than I expected if that makes sense like in a good way yeah and I also think he picks really interesting roles yeah I'm trying to think of what I... Because I feel like he tries to go for stuff that's, like, not the obvious. Yeah, yeah. I, Especially after Badlands. Like, you'd think he'd go that route, but he didn't, so... He could have easily been, like, a leading man. And I think he stuck to what he wanted to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'll say that I don't know a lot about him, but I just thought... He should be one of the, the A-listers. Yeah. Especially of his, like, when he was in his heyday. Yeah. I kind of wish he'd done more... <laughs> Yeah, the better things, but I just I always like watching him. I love that so um, much. Yeah, Martin Sheen is your top one. I just Incredible. really love him. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we know where it started? Was it this year? Yeah, it was the beginning of the year. Wow. I watched I watched this movie, this TV movie. That was the first TV movie to show like a gay couple oh, nice yeah and he was he was yeah. one of yeah. yes we loved it he was this do we know who his partner was it was hal holbrook oh oh yeah yeah well hilton we're not but one of these days we're gonna put in a guest room oh don't worry about it the accommodations are great listen i really appreciate you guys putting me up oh sure anytime how's your friend no he's fine when do we get meetings well, this time of year is usually his busy season. You know, he never knows when he's going to get free. Well, one night for dinner. We'd like that, Gary, really. Well, of course. In a few weeks, maybe. How long have you known him? If you don't mind my asking. No, it's all right. We've known each other about eight or nine months, I guess. Sound like a nice guy. Yes, he is. You don't have to feel awkward about bringing him over here. Why should I feel awkward? There's no reason to. Maybe I should tell you something about myself. <laughs> See, I believe 
Everybody's got a right to live their own life any way they want to. You understand? I mean, it takes all kinds to make up the world. <laughs> Look, what I'm trying to say is that you're welcome here in this house anytime. And so is your friend and any other friends you might want to bring around. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, listen, I'm late. I gotta run. Oh. Well, did I embarrass you? I'm not embarrassed. I mean, we don't know each other very well, but I thought that... We can talk about it anytime you'd like, Phil. I just said I don't want to be late this morning. Sure, I understand. Excuse me. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it. There's no harm in mentioning it. Honey, it's just that he doesn't want to be late for work. Well, look, I'm sorry I brought it up. Why are you apologizing? Am I apologizing? Phil. No, just a minute, please. Look, Phil, it's nice of you to be broad-minded about me. I appreciate your tolerance. Really, I do. But you'll have to forgive me if I don't detect a whiff of patronization coming down with it. Well, I'm patronizing you. No, I'm not patronizing him. Really, this whole thing is pretty silly. Now, maybe I'm clumsy. Maybe I should have just kept my mouth shut. But if you think I'm trying to put you down, you're being unfair. Or maybe I am, Phil. But look, I have been getting it all my life. If it's not from the militant straits, it's from the well-intentioned liberals with our well-intentioned curiosity. Usually I can handle it, but today I'm just a little touchy. I did watch Badlands after I got my wisdom teeth pulled out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was my that first was exposure. You'll never forget that was the day you wisdom teeth. That was the dumbest. It was the very first movie I watched, like when I came back. I don't know why. <laughs> it was. You're still high. You're, yeah. You know, I was more fully out, yeah. Yeah. But things were never the same. That changed it. <laughs> History was made. Yes. Yeah. Made in that machine. I'm not surprised. Honestly, I'm not yeah. surprised. I'm not surprised. It makes a... so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. It checks out. All checks out. That's um, so funny. And this year you watched Apocalypse Now? I did. Time? Yeah. Same here. Yeah, that's a lot in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, but it Dennis Hopper was my favorite part. The cameraman. Oh my yeah. God. And yeah. he didn't show up until the very end. I was really <laughs> upset. But they teased him. Like yeah. forget the Marlon Brando tease. It was Dennis Hopper. Like. Dennis, yeah. <laughs> it's all day You know what's pretty weird though is like Harvey was going to play Willard first, which I think he would have been a better fit because, like, he was in, uh, in the Marine, he was yeah, in the army, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Martin, I think, is too like too much of a pretty boy, yeah. <laughs> but he hasn't served. He no. does serve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a teensy bit maybe miscast. I feel yeah. like I thought he was okay, but it's like definitely nowhere near being one of his my best. favorites of his yeah plus yeah he like almost died so i have some beef with the movie because of that so yeah why put our martin through that yeah yeah no, no, don't no, do no. that <laughs> well, nothing but, but the best for him. i guess he survived so that's good i did watch his he hosted saturday night live Oh my in god. The 70s, so in the 70s. So they did like 70s. an Apocalypse Now spoof. Oh, that's so funny. It's really oh good. <laughs> what? He has oh, to go and stop Francis Ford Coppola from making Apocalypse Now. My joy is on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that. I need yeah, to right it's oh really good. I think he's really movie. funny. He, yeah. Yeah. I loved his cameo in Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. <laughs> when he like you know, he fights and, doesn't it, yeah. and they fight, yeah. 
That's all we need more of in these in, in, in films is Martin Sheen cameo and he yeah. fights the main character. Because yeah. <laughs> he's on like TMZ, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> They're like West Wing actor Martin Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you watch West Wing? Uh, probably not, but maybe. <laughs> Too boring. I don't like politics. Except for a dick. Except for a dick, exactly. (laughs) West Wing wishes it was dicks. (laughs) Yeah, it could never. Is he like the main character in it? Is he like the president? I was going to say, is he the president? Yeah. I love that. Which he should be the president. You've got loads of your faves. I think of Henry Fonda now, who played the president. (laughs) That's true. This is your type. (laughs) The the presidential type. Presidential type. (laughs) Well, what a list. (laughs) What a top five incredible incredible yeah i apologize no women but do better yeah (laughs) do better audrey i swear (laughs) i watch movies with women in them don't worry we don't we don't (laughs) don't worry (laughs) what should we do so we've got three left okay shall we do the averages sure yep so we've got so she highest, highest and lowest. Low, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I okay. think we might have the same for I both. I think we have the Oh, interesting. Wait. No, mine yeah. changed literally at the last minute. Oh my we God. have the same lowest. We want okay. to have the same lowest. Let's do <laughs> highest first. Highest first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the last films I watched for of 2023. Uh, mine's at 4.5 and it is the new Spider-Man film. <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Spiders. I only watched it again because I thought, you know what, let's watch some more 23 films. And yeah. I'm excellent, honestly. I gave it five stars. I really liked it. I didn't think I would. I'm glad I didn't watch it in the cinema, only because mm. it's quite long. And also I was Googling every character to see who the voice actor was. <laughs> and I sneaked on. I mm. sneaked on. Very, uh, right in the end, cinched it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know what? That was mine. What? what? Yeah. What? I watched it back when it came out. Uh, my, like, what's it? I have no words. Oh my god! Yeah, you did. You watched it in the cinema, didn't you? Yeah, it was really overstimulating in the movie theater. Yeah, I bet. I didn't That's really so like funny. it, but yeah, I, you were like, nah, we don't have the same one. I, did, I completely <laughs> forgot you watched this. Yeah. I kind of oh did God. too, actually. I scrolled down and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I That's that. hilarious. We have the same highest and lowest. Yes. What are I the love odds? that for us. Yeah. Like... I just wanted to watch it because I'd seen the first one. Yes. And people were just talking about this one so much. I was like, I'll give it a try, but I didn't like it. Um, I'm surprised it has a 4.5. That's really high. Very high. Very high. I don't remember what I get. I definitely think it was super low. So <laughs> apologies in advance. <laughs> I think you I gave it, it. Uh, Did I give it? Oh, I gave it a one. <laughs> Which is so funny if you think about what I gave the lowest rated. <laughs> exactly should we say it yeah <laughs> do you want to say it because i'm so fine with that like i'm still okay that. yeah the 1993 super mario bros movie <laughs> with a 2.1 average that's that's offensive to me that is criminally low yeah that is so low this film has everything you need yeah <laughs> it's got dennis hopper it's got 
Bob Hoskins and John Linguziamo. <laughs> As a brother. As brothers. It's incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, it's I, nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel. It fuels me. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be absolute rubbish. I think I laughed. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just brilliant. We watched it together. That really helped as yeah. well. But it was just amazing. People who don't like this film are just boring. Sorry. Yeah. I said it. Don't make the it. rules. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know how to have fun. It's fascinating. It's always yeah. on the bad list, bad films list. And I'm like, you, I don't think these people have watched it. Seriously. Like, yeah. They just say it's bad for fun. It's excellent. Only problem I do, yeah. Samantha Mathis as Daisy, awful. Yeah. If anything, she should have been Peach. But also, if anything, she should have been cast. <laughs> should like. have been someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think she's the weakest link, unfortunately. Yes. 100%. Yeah. But, oh my God, I love John Leguizamo's Luigi, like, with all of my heart. Yes, I love him so much. I watched the the, the new Super Mario Brothers film on Christmas mm. Day, and all I could think about was, like, I want to watch this again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, nothing on the 90s one. <laughs> no. Dennis Hopper as the villain, like... He's literally Bowser. Come on. What more could you ask for? I, I just can't. I just can't deal with it. Dennis Hopper, the Dennis Hopper, the most iconic film actress ever, is in the Super Mario Brothers movies <laughs> as Bowser. Boys, boys, sit down. How's prison? <clears throat> you look like hell. I'm uh, Larry Lazard of Lazard Lazard, Conda, Dactyl, and Cohen. Who sent you? Are you from a city? No, I'm from that uh, little part of all of us that can't stand to see someone else in need or in pain. Yeah, bet. Who, who's this, this Cooper clown? We gotta talk to that goofball now. I don't think you want to do that. Why? Why not? That Koopa clown? Yeah. Is one evil, egg-sucking son of a snake. Now, where is that meteorite piece? The what? Sucking son of a snake. Did I lie? I know he was really uh, embarrassed, he but he said it was his worst performance. My heart. He's wrong. My heart. Yeah. Why'd you gut it? Yeah. It upsets me too much. <laughs> I don't want to know that. I want him to. If I got the award and I spoke to him, I'd tell him to be proud of Super Robots. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually one of my highest most or my most like one of my most liked reviews <laughs> i don't know if people, people agreed with, with me like, yeah 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 <laughs> people yeah you are the voice of the generation like. i am no <laughs> yes i gave this four and a half stars i really love this movie it's yeah it's the best film ever <laughs> <laughs> 
is honestly the best one ever. Just go into it with an open heart. Mm-hmm. It's just supposed to be so fun. fun. It's just yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I still can't believe we had the same the Spider-Man one. I, I know. That. That was so funny. I can't believe you watched it. <laughs> I thought to just see what everyone else was talking about. Like, bloody hell, everyone keeps going on about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's annoying. Who is your so, favorite of the spider oh, people? Um, Spider-Punk. I love Yeah, he was my <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish he was real. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I and love I Daniel love- Kaluuya. He's the best. He yeah. Best. And I also love Jake Johnson as well. As, uh, yeah. And I was of like, course. Oh, I knew you would like. <laughs> and he has his little door in it all. Yeah. She's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love Miles as well. I really uh-huh. like Miles. I love it. And they showed, oh, no, other Uncle Ben dying. They, there's a bit where, like, they've got images of the multiverse mm-hmm. from where Uncle Ben dies. And it's all the Tobey Maguire Uncle Ben, not the Martin Sheen. Aww. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been better. Well, you would have liked it more if it had Martin Sheen there, obviously. I think I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's also my most popular. Okay. Is it yours? But... No, it's not. Oh, okay. I know. Another 2023 film. Okay. Which I'm surprised is more popular. It has 1.59 million logs on Letterboxd. Oh, my God. Which is when I wrote this, so it could be even higher. Oh, mine beats that. Oh, my God. Well, mine's in 2.5 million Whoa. members. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to take this? It's a 2023 film. I'm trying to think of what. Oh, Barbie. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So you haven't seen Barbie yet. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You need to watch Barbie. It's best film ever. <laughs> the 2.5 million is insane. So I can't believe it's crazy. 2 million. I thought we did it in my head. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a bit, little bit more. Oh, not yeah. Spider Man's only in the millions. I feel like it, that mm-hmm. used to come up there. It's a snobs, especially yeah. when you hear our least, the the, the most obscure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on like the complete end of the spectrum. So yeah, two point five million for Barbie. I got more to say about Barbie later. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the best one. <laughs> I think maybe these two are like really high up because they're newer. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot exactly. that I like I would have thought Apocalypse Now would have been high up, but it wasn't anywhere near. So I don't know. It's interesting, isn't it? How it works. But yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely because they're new and people especially with the spider one, spider all one, like it's mm-hmm. people like they give it fives easy. So I think it just makes sense. Yeah. And then so your least popular. So, has, so from two point five million to twenty-six. Oh, Wow. I am the top reviewer on this as hey. well. I love six reviews. <laughs> it is for the podcast, South of Pago Pago. Oh. <laughs> Francis Farmer film. Awful film. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, 26 members. I have nothing to say about this film. You know how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? Wow. I love that you're the top oh. review. As I know, well. right? <laughs> My dumb review as well. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I put hashtag Team Malia, which was an <laughs> island girl. <laughs> she should have been with the man that Francis got with. <laughs> okay, okay. Not to put two bad women against each other. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but, okay, mine only has seven logs. Oh my God, what is it? It's this movie, or it's like a short film, so I don't know if it counts, but it's called The Price of a Life. Oh. It has Martin Sheen in it. Martin Sheen, Martin. And it's this prison 
commentary documentary like it's like a documentary but he's like playing a someone who's in prison okay yeah so, so it's like a mockumentary but or like it's, it's sort of yeah yeah but I think they're just like explaining the injustices of the prison system and this was like 67 that's just an interesting concept and they filmed it on like 16 millimeter oh, in nice. New York City so it's just yeah it's a neat little short film Should we do I guess sure Quick bar round, cinema experiences. I watched 13 films in the cinema this year. Whoa, nice. They're all good. They're all pretty good films. This is probably going to come as no surprise, but my best cinema experience this year was Barbie. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Pack theater, laughs were coming out. People clapped after Gloria's monologue, had the cocktails. We were at this fancy cinema. Incredible. I love this film so much. And I, it was very, like, wholly anticipated. I wore pink. I wore my Greta Gerwig top. Like, Everyone was wearing pink, and it was just so nice to see. Mm-hmm. And like to see a packed theater, like since COVID as well. I just was mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant, amazing, amazing film. I, I just love that we were all like laughing at the jokes, and it just felt like a whole community. And um, the, the best joke is when the Helen Mirren Mark crying because she thinks she's ugly, and then Helen Mirren narrates it, and she goes, "We probably shouldn't have cast Margot Robbie in this role." And then I got the funny. I got the biggest laugh. Like, it was so good. Just really good vibes overall. It was amazing. Very good. I love Barbie. I love Barbie so much. Yeah. And worth the hype. Love it. I think that was a group, like a collective type thing. Like, I feel like that doesn't happen a lot. Exactly. I've only discovered it now. If I go to like every man cinema and Watershed's an independent cinema in Bristol that I also go to. And those are the only ones where the screenings are full. Just shows film lovers. Yeah, like, they're everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> How did you go to cinema this year? Mine was Spider-Man. Though. Yeah. I also went 10 times. Did you say you went 10 times? Or... 13. 13. Okay, I went 10 times. Yeah, most of them were like re-show or like they weren't yes, new Yes, you movies. go to a lot of, yes. Yeah. yeah you go to a lot of, like, events in it, yeah. Yeah, my art house theater, I guess you could say, my independent cinema shows a lot of classics. They were doing one that was, like, a big event for To Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything. Darling. Oh, Sheba, you spoke French, how bad. Look at you, my little piñata. How are you? Chi-Chi, you must meet the only man of money matters, Mr. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Hey, papi, hey, tan chulo, mamita. El gusto es mío. No, 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 el gusto es mío. Oh, no, papito, el gusto es mío, mi amor. No, el gusto es lo susto de han robusto. Si, tipo, está justo las nalgas. And Noxima, you remember John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? Oh, yes. His name is my name, too. Do people always shout, I hate that? Look at you. Oh, my God, I'm like a compass near north. Congratulations on your victory. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. Now, this is why we must talk to John Jacob. We have un petit crise. Crise of jamais. We have decided to take our young protege, Miss Chi-Chi, to Hollywood with us. Oh, how three sisters, how Chekhov. That's fabulous. And what part do I play? Two round-trip tours to L.A. Have to have or have to dump? Have to dump. To dump? Ooh. To dump, to dump, to dump, to dump. <laughs> One thousand. Hmm? That, that, that is fabulous. Then three round trips to La La Land. Mode of transportation? Cheapest. Oh, well, mule. <laughs> so, uh, darling, <laughs> oh, forgive me, N28. <laughs> well, let's say bus. Oh. 
I do not do the bus. No? You obviously have me mistaken for Miss Rosa Parks. Ixnay on the hound, then. How about Chemin de Fer? Train. Oh, yes. Does it have a club car? How much? Well, let's see. Three round trip tickets, two adults, one child. Uh, I don't know. What tell me, saying? tell me, tell me. Does it have a club car? 1500 <laughs> Oh, that is totally out of our league. No. What else can we do? On account of your need, an unprecedented glamour. Today, you're the lucky winner of... Can we paint trade? Uh, it's English, darling. Nazi. Crazy Elijah, my cars are my children. Drop my name, anything on the lot, $50. Problem is solved. John Jacob, as always, are we talking about driving to Los Angeles? All day, sucker. Are we not having a discussion about driving from New York to Los Angeles? Start with me. We will go on. I've got to go. Ten feet. Bye. Chai, I've never seen this America place, but it does not respond kindly to our sort of... Oh. No one say anything frivolous for the next few moments. I am having a significant experience. Whoopee! Look, Miss Julie Newmar has been watching silently over this entire conversation. And look at her vintage Miss Julie. She is the perfect, the ultimate... Oh, try to describe her and not use the word statuesque. Oh, Miss Julie, you are statuesque and you were the only cat woman. Oh, read it, please. To Wang Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Who, who was Wang Fu? I, I don't know, but evidently they were close. Had enough of this conversation. I'm hungry. We must take this message from Miss Newmar with us across the land as, as our sovereign token. Oh, why don't you just relax? It's gonna be all right. Yeah, I was back in the club car. Now we're talking about driving across America. That was just amazing because everybody oh. was like quoting lines and oh, amazing. cheering. And people in so. drag as well. Yeah, it was oh. just really fun. Oh, I love and I just, I like that movie a lot, but I liked it more seeing it on the big screen. Yeah. And yeah, it was like an experience. So that was fun. I think it was a good one to have that kind of group experience. Yeah. So. See, group experience is not cinema is what yeah, makes it. It is. But I watched 10 2023 movies. I only saw three in the theater, though. I think the rest are, like, on streaming. Only 10 2023 films altogether? Yeah. What? (laughs) Mine's not a hive. Don't worry about that, right? I am not good at watching new movies. No, I've got to, like, force myself. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think I'm at... Oh, I'm at 33. Oh, that's not low. And a lot of them was done in cinemas. I've got to smash these out. (laughs) Of course, What's our last? Our last third one is technically our favorite film in yeah. general. Favorite film of twenty twenty three. I'm excited about this one. It was hard. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, East of Eden could have been it. Okay. Could have had it. But I've gone with a film that I've actually not spoke about a lot today. Okay. And this is the only film I rewatched this year. And not only did I rewatch it, I watched it three times this oh year. Oh my god. This is this might be once again coming out as a surprise. My favorite film this year was Babylon. Oh my god. I am a Babylon stan. Oh my god. Babylon is the best film ever made. <laughs> it's three hours and ten minutes long. It feels like 30 minutes. It just flies by. And yeah, I've seen it three times. <laughs> I watched wow. it in the cinema on my own. First time. Cried at the end on my own in the cinema. When he's when Diego Calva's crying because he's watching sound of music. Oh my god, it's so freaking good. Then I made my mum watch it. And then on Boxing Day, I made my sister watch it. <laughs> yeah, watching And they all loved it. Because it's such a good film. And I tell you what, I hate it because it makes me like Brad Pitt. He is so good in it. 
Margot is so good at it, as we always know. She's brilliant. Diego Calva stole the show. He's everything to me. He's excellent. And I just love it. And I think it's honestly such a travesty that it just it, it flopped, basically. Mm-hmm. It, it's really upsetting. And it actually, it deserved to be Best Picture nominated. It deserved all the acting. Like, it was so forgotten about. I think it does, it, it, having it as Damien Chazelle, like, it hinders it. Because obviously, you know, La La and the Whiplash are, like, classics. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to make it my top Damien Chazelle film. <laughs> I wow. love this film. I love this film with all my heart. I love it so Aww. much. And there's, like, okay. certain scenes and I'm like, okay, this is the best scene. Oh, wait, no, this is the best scene. I'm like, oh, get ready for this scene. Yeah, I love it. I love Babylon. Why haven't you heard what they say about me? I'm a degenerate fucking animal. Oh, oh, Nellie, look at them. Oh, who knows what she might do? She's, she's from Jersey, you know. This is what a degenerate fucking animal from Jersey does. <laughs> what the degenerate fucking animal from Jersey does. So you know what? I'm gonna let you all go on fucking your cousins, polishing your guest list, flying your underage fucking mistresses fucking bows away, you sick fucks. I'm the animal? What is this shit? What is this shit? Oh, I'm the sick one. I'm the fucking crazy one. You people make me fucking sick. You're not better than me. You're not. You're not fucking better than me. I don't need this shit. You know what? I'm gonna go home. I'm just gonna stick some coke up my pussy. And you all can stick your champagne flutes up your rolls, smelling candy tasting snow white fucking assholes. And the people on Twitter say the ending's corny. It's basically it's a montage of all of all technological advancements in film. Okay. So they've got loads. They've got like the Passion of Joan of Arc. They've got the train coming in. They've mm-hmm. got Wizard of Oz going from Technic, go from the Sepia to Technicolor. Then they've even got Tron and they've got Avatar. And I love it. I love it. I love films. And I, this is an actual proper love letter to cinema. And it just, it's everything to me. Three times I watched That's it. It's crazy. <laughs> I seem to remember like the marketing was basically non existent. Yeah, so I think, I think people Robert. didn't know it was out. No, they, they, there was no marketing whatsoever. It was awful. They just dropped really it. Weird. Like, yeah. yeah, sad. Yeah, but it's going to be a classic in ten years. It, 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 Twenty years time. Mark, mark my words, it will be a classic. <laughs> Manifesting. I manifested it. That's <laughs> <laughs> my wow. Audrey. Yeah, favorite film of the year. Okay, so I gave, I think I only gave five, four or five, like five-star ratings to like first-time watches this year. Yeah. So I think my main one would probably be The Collector, which I mentioned earlier. Yes. Just blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. I also put Road to Selena, which I talked about in the Rita Hayworth episode. Yes. Yeah. And the clock, the clock. Judy Garland, yeah. You also, yeah, you really, really like that. that film. Yeah, I think all three of these are just ones that like I wasn't expecting to like, and then I just was like really affected by them. Yeah. The performances and all of them are so strong, and I've just been thinking about them a lot, and can't wait to rewatch. 
we have a little bit of time left. Yes. We can share some of our movie goals for 2024. Exciting. That could really be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> so I'm thinking, once again, I know this is... So my New Year's resolution is to watch one more film than usual. And so I watched 330 films this year. So I wanted to try 331. <laughs> but my main thing is that I've got to start watching more international films again mm-hmm. because I did dip a little bit. So I'm going to get into that. More international films. When you were talking about like Martin Sheen's film, I don't know why this hit me, but I might maybe try and get Dennis Hopper up a bit higher. Watch some of his other films. Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic. I support that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just tackling international films, I think. Yeah. And I love international films. So I feel like that's what I want to do. I, I was thinking maybe even doing like English language, international language, and then mm-hmm. keep like alternating it. I watched a Japanese film yesterday, I watched Tampopo, my favorite film ever. So starting off. On a good foot with that. Yeah. That's my main goal this year. Get that globe all filled up. Yeah. That's a really good goal. Oh, thank you. What about you, Audrey? I think going through all of my most watched actors, I was like, I need to put more women on here. So I want to try to make at least half of the 20 women. Nice. Um, I love that. I want to watch more non-Hollywood films, just like you. I need to... I have little bits of green on the map for most countries. I want to make it stronger. All green. Yeah. I watch a lot of movies made by women, but I want them to show up on the stats too. So like build the number because I'm I'm like all over the board, which I think is good. I always try to watch movies by women, but just always watch more. Um, Try new things. Keep finding actors and things to study yeah absolutely yeah I think that's really good but I think it's good we're always trying to just keep expanding on our knowledge I think that's good yes we're very open to it open to change we just love film so that helps as well yeah this has been incredible honestly I love recapping the year like I'm remembering things and oh it's beautiful honestly beautiful highlight I'm gonna say was the bathtub scenes in our <laughs> windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bathtub parallel. Um, yeah. It's fun to realize like I section my year by like interests. It's fun to remember those different sections of the year. Yeah, I always get like curious to see what this year, like what my new my favorite actors What's, who my favorites yeah. will be yeah what will 2024 bring to our letterbox stats pages yeah. i can't wait yeah <laughs> i'm so but excited it's fun should Incredible. i share i guess who we're doing next yes okay yeah yeah, yeah. so exclusive we will yeah exclusive <laughs> we will be taking a little bit of a break we we won't be releasing the episodes in january but We'll be coming back in February. We're categorizing. So our first category is the rising starlet and the exploitational biopic. And we are starting off with Elizabeth Short, who is most known for being the Black Dahlia, one of the most famous cold cases in Hollywood history. So we will be watching the 2006 biopic directed by Brian De Palma. And talking about that and just kick off our first three subjects for that. And yeah, 
We'll share more later, but there's a little exactly. tidbit as we go for on. You. Yeah. Well, a little bit to get you over for January. Yeah. But thank you all for listening. I don't know if you had any last thoughts, Louise. Thank I'll uh, just say thank you for another great year. Yeah. Podcast. This every day. Very thankful. Very, yeah. very thankful. We'll see you all in February. This episode was co-hosted and edited by me, Audrey Cornell, and co-hosted by Louise Coleman. The music was written by Nia D'Amelio. Gone But Not Forgotten is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. 